So fucking what?
saw sticking out of the rear Something that'll really take away from here Right on, Josephine, right on Josephine, baby, right on. 
filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. I know Texas, and I know that there ain't nothing good that's ever come from that filthy, white trash, honky state of Texas. summer version of the Arnie State Show. That's right, it is still baseball season. Because if I go down the road and start talking about the other two things that happened this weekend, well, it's going to get kind of U-G-L-Y. Mm-mm-mm. Boy, them Rangers did not let me down. Fucking Longhorn sure as fuck did. And the Cowboys... Look, I, I got an entire show planned, but I will throw it all out the window. Throw it all out the window. Didn't have the greatest weekends. Just got to let you know. Thank God for the Rangers. If it weren't for the Rangers, I would be on a clock tower somewhere. Now, I will get into this as we go along. It's Monday. We have a lot to talk about. There's... Very, very bad unrest in the world. And we will fix every single fucking part of it. As we start the show, we start with some good mornings. First one here today is Hockey Guy. Hockey Player. I don't know why I have any music. Hockey Guy. Hockey Player 88. Good morning, my friend. It says, happy Monday, ass family. Uh, Happy Monday to you as well. There he is. I'm Chucky. He's something, isn't he? He, he really is. Chuck says, good morning, ass family. Happy Columbus Day. Fuck you, Indians. Yeah, that we came up with that last week. Uh, casino Indians. Uh, not, not call center, but it's uh, happy Columbus Day. Fuck you, Indians. You have to have kind of a, 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 a singy song in your voice there. Uh, have a great day for all those who have to work like I do. Hey, I'm right here with you. Uh, hockey officially starts this week. I know, I know. I'm sure you're excited. I'm sure the stars will somehow let me down because their name is not the fucking Texas Rangers. Ah. What? Oh, my lucky stars. The one, the only, Braddy Kid is in the house. I haven't seen a beating like that since Rodney King. Mm. 
obviously talking about last night's Cowboys game, which once again we will get to here in just a second. Uh, <laughs> I hope that you have a wonderful day today. Please be a fart. The good Darren. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. I should be fine if I don't push too hard. Morning, ass family. Time to start getting Arch warming up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Look, since we're going to go down this road, we'll talk about it little by little here. Quinn Ewers had a terrible first half, but completely redeemed himself with the way he played in the second half. And and I got to tell you, the one thing I saw in this fucking gut-wrenching, I literally got physically sick after the game. It could have been my undercooked fried chicken that I tried to make, which we were off the fried chicken thing because little fucking grease daddy that we were given didn't work that well, but that's a whole different story. That game was a kick to the nuts because what I saw on that Longhorns team, I haven't seen in a long time. They did not stop playing. They didn't quit. Their hands weren't on their hips. They did not give up. And you can say what you want about the defense on the last series of the game. That was all coaching. Look, the the, the Longhorns lost because Steve Sarkeesian got outcoached by Brent Venables. That'd be like saying Bubba outsmarted me, which in the past he has done. I'm not going to lie. And it feels terrible every time that Bubba outsmarts me. But that's how Steve – first and goal on the one. On the one. And then second and goal on the one. And then third and goal on the one. And I'm sitting there going, if they don't get this, which they ain't going to get it, instead of kicking the field goal, that's a huge momentum swing. So what we do, fourth and one, we go for it. What happened? We didn't get it. They ended up coming out. They punted. We fucking score a touchdown next drive. Can you imagine that? We kick the field goal, then we score a touchdown. By the way, we're in the lead. Then we don't have to drive for forty-seven, a 47-yard field goal. We can take some more time off the clock. And then we play this weird prevent defense at the end. Whose idea was that? Fuck, I could have thrown that touchdown pass with 15 seconds left in the game. Oh, it was sickening. I, I, I tell you, I, as soon as he caught that ball, I just changed. Well, I, I watched the end. I, I watched this masturbate for 15 seconds, and I, 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 I did not watch any more football. Well, I, I did watch Alabama beat A&M. Roll Tide, baby. Roll, hey, you know what? God bless you, Alabama, for coming through for me. Warbird, I love your school, my friend. Roll Tide. Zach says, quit bringing logic to the table. I, I'm sitting there going, kick the field goal, kick the field goal, kick the field goal. Even Arise, Arise texted me that Mr. Arise, who's an Oklahoma fan, and congratulations to him, I want you to take a special uh, notice of the first three artists that I play today. It's, it, it's a little tribute to you fucking Okies. But e- even she's like, why are they not kicking? I'm like, I have no idea. This is a huge momentum swing. Oh, I was pissed. But, yeah, look, Quinn Ewers had a terrible first quarter. This is the thing with Longhorns. They don't come out of the gate, but they finish fucking like champs. They need to start coming out the gate like champs. They're they're the fighter that gets knocked down in the first two rounds, and you're like, oh, this fight's over, and then wins in the 10th. 
Uh, swoosh in the house. Hold on a second. Let's get back to good mornings here. It says, morning, ass family. This is a horrible day, but at least I have the ass show. Oh, you're telling me. Uh, I don't know why it's a horrible day for you unless you're a Cowboys fan, too. Then, then it's a horrible day. B. Coop. I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Will I choke, hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is having breakfast right now. Just like Dak, I got some turnovers. I, why did I think he threw four last night? He only threw three picks last night. I, I thought he count, I thought he threw four. Chuck says, I can't eat today. I also like Dak. Choked last night, so my esophagus is all messed up. Oh, 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 you, you don't even wait. Is, you're going to hear some fire come out of my voice here in just a little bit. I promise you that. House of Pain, good morning, says Real Talk. Anyone who supports Dak at this point is a troll or has white guilt. He's fucking trash and needs to go. This defense is being wasted because they are on the field all the goddamn time. So many feelings. Oh, oh, if you have a lot of feelings, wait till you hear my feelings. And and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna let them out. I mean, I am gonna let them scream and fucking shout. Where in the hell is that goddamn fucking Oh, there it is. Because I have a lot. Sanchez family says, yo, fuck Joe Biden. Oh, we'll get to that. Uh, oh, wait, I'm sorry about that, Sanchez family. Uh, hold on a second. Um, free at last. Yeah. Free at last. Thank God Almighty. We are free at last. Oh, we're going to talk about him. Kale. I don't have an anger problem. I have an idiot problem. Sanchez, is that something in general statement or something new I missed? Oh, he had quite the weekend, didn't he? Oh, man. Stupid dick. It's T-shirt time? 12 tennis T-shirt time. T-shirt time? It is 12 tennis. It's T-shirt time. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Everybody knows it's T-shirt. This is hello, good night. Cowboys went down like they did on Brokeback Mountain, yes, but at least I am not a Bears fan. I can say that. You want to come at me? I'll come at you back, buddy. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Great Monday morning. What a great weekend of football. Artie, I won't beat you up too much. Both OU in Texas and San Francisco and Dallas will see each other again. I'll give you a positive. Your Rangers, I'm pulling for them as an A's fan or soon to be an ex-A's fan. Well, I appreciate that because I need all the fucking help I can get. Derek. Becca. Becca. Derek Becca. says, good morning, ass family. I hope everybody had a great weekend and boo up Monday. Yes, Becca. boo up Monday. You're talking to oh, the is. Rolex. Wow. Wearing <laughs> diamond ring. Wearing kiss stealing. Yeah. Wheeling dealing. Right. Limousine riding. Sure. Jet flying. Son of a gun. And I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Uh, let's see, Zach says, I tur- I, uh, good morning, Arnie and crew. I turned the game off after the first touchdown of the fourth. Yeah, Warbird says, good morning. What a glorious Monday. What a beautiful weekend. Arnie, how was your weekend? Fuck off, Dick. Roll Tide. <laughs> you asshole. Now, I- I- I'm going to go through my weekend after I say all the good mornings. I, I got to talk to you all about the fair. Like but see, I still got to say good morning. So uh, glad you aren't a, a millennial, Arnie, or you probably wouldn't have a show today after that weekend of your teams. I hope you bared down. That was tough. Oh, it, it was it was worse than tough. It was gut-wrenching. Oh, I love trash. 
Amanda says, good morning, ass family. Let's get the week going. I'm sure Arnie's going to have a few things to say this morning about football, so I'll just remind you to go get them out in three feet apart. Yes, oh, I have a lot to say. I, I, look, I got more to talk about on the fucking Texas OU game. Like a pink nightmare. Alfie, good morning to you. I hope that you are doing well today. Hot mama. Fuck your mama. Says happy Monday, at le- uh, ass. At least the Rangers pulled out some wins for you. Yes. Oh, yes, they did. The Rangers knew. They're like, we were, we're going to do this for you, Super A. And I'm like, you're goddamn right, Yard. All right, there he is. Good morning, Rev. I hope that you are doing well. Ogre! <laughs> Says, Buenos dias, familia. At least the Rangers won. Personally, I'd like to know how of the blue, out of the blue, the Longhorns defense stayed in the locker room and their offense line got stricken with paralysis. Look, from from the second quarter until the last drive of the game, I, I have nothing bad to say about the Longhorns. Play calling was suspect. Too many trick plays. Um, but, every, I, look, I Oklahoma played well. I got I to gotta give it to them. They played well, and it pains me to say that. We played terrible. Well, we didn't play terrible. First quarter, we played awful. And it was like we woke up. Oh, we're supposed to be here. Oh, okay. I'm not – look, I don't like what pollsters do to the Longhorns. Never have, never will. Polls came out yesterday. The Longhorns are ranked ninth. Oklahoma jumped up to fifth, rightfully so. They beat a ranked team that was higher than them. Neutral site, but whatever. So we moved up. Remember, we moved down to nine. We're not out of it. We're sure a shot. We're we're not in the middle of it. I mean, look, Oklahoma and or Ohio State and Michigan will take care of themselves. I believe that we'll face Oklahoma in the Big Twelve championship game. What a way to end the Big Twelve because the Big Twelve is going to suck after this year. Um, we can maybe make the playoff that way. This was just this this was a this was a hard loss. Yeah, at least I'm not a Miami Hurricane fan. They had a chance to knee the ball to end the game. And they ran it, fumbled it. Then Georgia Tech got the ball back two plays later, scored a touchdown with like 12 seconds left and won the game. It was fucking hilarious. Stinkfest! Says, good morning, ass family. Sorry about your longhorns, Arnie. But I'm not sorry about that ass whooping the Niners put on your ass last night. At least you still have the Rangers. Yeah. Still got my Rangers. Thank God. Stupid dick says, the great Harry Carey. I have a Harry Carey tattoo on my knee. If you ever want to make me sure, Harry, I will wear Harry Carey shirts until the day I die. Harry Carey is the only broadcaster I would ever kneel before. He is the greatest broadcaster of all time next to me. Harry, Harry, Harry's, a, Harry's the GOAT. Uh, Fred! Fred! Why can't car seats fit in the back of a Mustang? Because men can't have kids with other men. That is very true. Fred, good morning to you, my friend. Sawyer's dad! Says good man ruining Arnie. Uh, morning, Arnie. How about them Cowboys and Longhorns? You're killing me. You're killing me. Uh, why is this as an A's fan pulling for the Rangers? Because fuck Houston. Yeah, fuck Houston. Did Mika Parsons play last night? Not sure if I saw him. Oh, I'll get into it. I promise you. Let me get through the good mornings here. At least you don't have to worry about Angel Hernandez this postseason. Yeah, because that son of a bitch has been fired. 
Dak had two, as many complete passes as Brock to the same team, too. Look here, I, I'm, I, I've got nothing but good shit to say about Brock Purdy. I want the Cowboys to sign him. When he's a free agent, fucking buck, back the money truck up to that kid. I, I'm telling you right now, it, it is like they got Tom Brady. They, they, they got all the great. They, first, they started first with Joe Montana, the greatest of all time. They put him in a room. He jerked off in a cup. Brady went in there. Marino. Fucking Elway went in there, and they produced Brock Purdy. He doesn't have huge He doesn't need huge arm strength. He's got great players around him. And he doesn't make mistakes. Brock Purdy's a hell of a quarterback. God, it fucking pains me to say that. Oh, fucking shit. That sucks. Good morning, Arnie and Ass family. It is Monday. I'm glad to see the Rangers beat the Cowboys. Yeah, the fucking Rangers scored more than the Cowboys did yesterday. As bad as things are in this country, be thankful you're not in Israel. Oh, man, your father-in-law has been in a bomb shelter. It's going to be a lot worse if you're in Gaza. Oof. Uh, well, we, are gonna, we are definitely going to spend some time on that. Longhorns did everything they could to lose, but still tried to pull it out. Yeah, they, they really, really did. Whitewash! Good morning, AIG and ass family. Thought we were going to see uh, Trey Lance last night. Fuck, I would have rather saw Trey Lance last night. My God. Mr. J. Mr. J, that is his name. And all wild DJs, he will tame. It says, good morning, everyone. Uh, Monday suck, but we shall survive. Uh, Jenny says, Sarkasian should get back in the sauce after that. Two job interviews tomorrow. I'm really wanting, uh, but no experience, so I'm not going to have to hustle it. Yeah, you can do it. Prevent uh, the win defense never works, no. By the way, update on Sawyer and the junior Broncos. They lost yesterday to Bear River. The head coach and defensive coach would not give up his starter staying in. It was not even close, 28-0. Tomorrow's coach hat comes off, and dad and pissed-off parent hat goes on. There are 24 players on the team, and eight don't come off the field. It's fucking ridiculous, and I'm pissed. Yeah, after Texas shit to bed, I was like, well, go Michigan. Thank you, Wolverines, for turning Minnesota gopher into Greece. Longhorns, it wasn't uh, against a ranked team, yeah. Uh, as the Niners fans, I was rooting to see Trev, uh, Trey get put way in earlier. His name is not Dak. His name is Pick Prescott. Uh, I, 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 I either like three and out. Uh, he should change his na- number to from four to three and out. And I like Pick Prescott. Uh, Colin. Grab his dick and twist it! Oh my god! Oh, dick twist! <laughs> Morning to you, my friend. It says, yeah, Dak sucks, but he didn't give up a, a 40 burger. My boys took that best defense to the woodshed. Them boys got a long look in the mirror, both sides of the ball. Oh, I'm going to get into it. Uh, I have 10 days to celebrate, buddy, but <laughs> uh, at least my Lions won. There you go. How about them Steelers? Yeah. Uh, Joe Murphy and I had an interesting weekend. Joe pooped the bed a little bit, went in six and seven. Now, even taking the Cowboys, I went nine and four. I should have known better than taking the damn Cowboys. I should have. But I didn't want to hear it. Hey, I thought you were a Cowboys fan. You're not going to pick them. All you sports people upset at a game. I just will never understand, but that's why I build old cars, yeah. Lions look legit. Where did Oklahoma defense come from? Yeah. I apologize, Mr. Arnie, but uh, but heard about my trailer son coming home the other day and informed me he is now a Cowboys fan because they are America's team. K 
kicked him out of my house and told him to take his ass back to base. Yeah, uh, I, I ain't claiming him as America's team anymore. I don't want America to lose. Round here, we speak American, okay, but Maid says, good morning, Aston AIG, live from Japan. No people be hating on you today, Arnie, so I won't because AIG. So I have a funny story to share. I was on the phone with my wife, and Delta was watching SportsCenter like a good boy. Then my wife said, what the fuck is that affirmative action hire doing there? I was like, what do you mean? And she said, there's two Hall of Fame players and a third NFL player, then some lady on the show about football. Why did they let her in the building? That is fantastic. I took a dump at work. Alicia! I pooped on the company dime. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poo. Starting this Monday morning, excited it for it to be my Friday. Very, very good. Way to rub that in on everybody. My gosh. Uh, Harry Carey the Goat. Clearly, you've never heard of Booger McFarland. <laughs> that guy sucks. Cowboys girl. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Says, good morning, ass family. That was brutal beating and fuck Dak. Yeah, Dak Prescott is the fucking devil. That's all I'm going to say. That's all. Donald! Day is never finished. Master got me working. Someday Master set me free. Uh, Donald says, good morning, ass. Gold says, the calmness and vision of Montana and Brady, the arm and size of Breeze. Hell, I'd, I'd give him the arm. He's got the arm strength to Elway. Well, maybe not Elway. Maybe not Elway. Uh, you know what? You know, Peyton Manning didn't have the hugest arm. I'll give him the arm size. Of, uh, uh, Breeze was pretty strong. We gave you Trey Lance. He's like Brock Purdy, only different, much different. I know your problem is a Cowboys fan and other Cowboys fans is Skip Bayless. Take out Skip Bayless. Oh, I hate Skip Bayless. I didn't like him when he was a writer here in Dallas. It'd be worse if the Pats got owned by Derek Carr and the Saints. Oh, they got fucking housed. Uh, we're horrible. They are the poster children of America, yeah. First day of my vacation, but I'm here. All right, Donald. All right, let's get into this Cowboys game, shall we? I'm just going to tell you this right now. Mike McCarthy is a big, fat piece of shit. The Cowboys will never win as long as Jerry Jones is the general manager of that team. I'm just 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 spitting truth here. Okay, because he's an idiot. Jerry Jones is a fucking moron. Jerry Jones is still butthurt about and, and hasn't put Jimmy Johnson in the ring of honor yet. That's a fucking crime. Jerry doesn't like to be wrong. And he is 100% wrong on this Dak fucking thing. And has been since he re-signed him to 50 bazillion fucking dollars. After he had a compound fracture, which means he's not the same guy. The factory fucking air busted out of Dak on the field, okay? When he has a bone sticking out of his leg, meaning he's never going to be the same player. And by the way, has he? No. Carol O'Connor looked at him and said, He's retarded! How long till Steven takes over? I, you know what? He's not going to be the answer either because he's going to be he Steven Jones, Jerry Jones' weird, like, twin son. He's going to take over and do the same fucking thing. 
Riddle me this. You want to talk about how great Dan Quinn is? You, you want to talk about how great the Cowboys' defense is? Because I will. But I don't know what happened to them this week. Did they all have shock therapy? Because didn't you learn anything in the last two losses to the Niners that we had? Both playoff losses, I believe. When you put our best defensive player, six foot three, barely, maybe six one and a half, 245 pounds, about 240. They always they always jack those numbers up for those guys. And then the next guys, they actually put lower numbers in. You put him on the field, and you line him up against a pro Bowl left tackle, or right tackle, blindside tackle. The most important. They made a fucking movie about it, the blindside. Not only is he one of the best offensive linemen on your team, this guy is the best in the league. He's been a pro bowler. And he is 6'6", 330 pounds, probably about 350. So he's three inches taller, 100 pounds heavier, and you're lining up Micah Parsons or Mika or however you want to say his fucking name against him all night? Well, no wonder why he didn't have a good night. He was being manhandled. Put him at the linebacker position. Have him run straight up the middle to go get it, Brock Purdy. Give him a running start. No, we're going to put him in a three-point stance. Brilliant. Against the league's best offensive lineman. Brilliant. Fucking smart. Well, Leighton Vanderlesh fucking broke his neck again. That fucking China doll is out. Great draft pick from Boise State. And everybody said, oh, the Diggs injury isn't going to be that big. Bullshit. That changed the entire course of the season. When Diggs went down in, what, week two on practice, that was it. This defense lost it. Look, everybody says Mika Parsons leaves it. No, it's Diggs. Diggs is the man on that defense. Diggs shuts down half the field. They obviously did their homework and learned how to stop our defense. Yes, let our defensive coordinator call plays. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I, I, I was livid. It rise. And I'm wearing my shirt. Niggas for Trump 2024, and I mean that. Indeed. Uh, says, good morning. I figured I could be late since I had a winning weekend. Yes, yes. And, and, and by the way, you'll enjoy the first batch of music that's dedicated to Mr. Erise today. Uh, I will not play the, I will not play the, uh, the Oklahoma song on here. Uh, no, I, I, that's as close as you're going to get. I'm still pissed about that. But let me, let me tell you about my weekend. Then we'll go back to this Cowboys game, and then we'll tell you about what, what really happened this weekend. Um, started off Friday, went to the State Fair, Texas. And let me just tell you, oh, yeah, temperatures are going to drop. Yeah, it was hot as balls out there. It was hot as balls. But I walked around. I, I, my, my goal of sitting in the food area, the, uh, the food area isn't air-conditioned. What the fuck is wrong with you, State Fair, Texas? 
We went in there, got went and got our Fletcher corny dogs first. And I was just like, all right. So then we walked around, looked at some crap, looked around more, walking around. I didn't really eat a whole lot. Braddy Kid got a funnel cake the size of Maryland that took forever. But but the, the highlight of the day was my shirt. I decided <laughs> to wear the you can't spell cocksucker without OU shirt to the fair. And let me just tell you, oh, man. I love it when people say shit about my T-shirts. And people are stopping me. They're taking pictures of it, which I loved. College game day, I tried to get on Pat McAfee's show, but they were talking about the Pac-12 or whatever, so I didn't want to do anything. But uh, but I saw, like, their production team, and, and I yelled at them, and they, they were like, oh, can we take a picture of their shirt? I was like, yes, you can. So I don't know if it's going to be on McAfee's website or what, but, uh, yeah, that was on there. The fair was a great time. Had a lot of fun at the fair. Um, and then Saturday, the game. What also said, oh, by the way, by the way, hey, Stink Fist, you know what? I owe you this, brother. Um, Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Stink Fist. Happy yeah. All right, yeah, he had a birthday on Saturday, which I, I, I forgot to do it on Friday, and I'm sorry, but uh, one more, okay. Well, look, my wife has a rule in her Stink family. Fist. When somebody's Mr. birthday, President. sing happy birthday. You ready? Mr. President. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Valley. You stink fist. Happy birthday Jeez, to Joe. you. Joe, you fucking moron. I, I swear. I just fucking terrible. Oh, your shirt was awesome. Y'all are going to be hateful. That's okay. It doesn't change. We finally won, LOL. Hey, hey, hey. Just that, the first three songs. A little tribute to Oklahoma there. So uh, Saturday was not only a Texas OU game. Uh, it was my dad's birthday. My dad's birthday is always a tough day. And this year I laughed about it because we were at the fair, and I, I thought about it when I was at the fair. And I thought it was 17 years ago on that Friday. It, I mean, it was down to the exact same day. Uh, friends of mine and I went out on that Friday night and then decided to go and play some mailbox baseball. And... Uh, we didn't play it the old way of just hanging out the window and bashing them. No, no, we uh, we stopped and destroyed the mailboxes. Well, didn't realize that Dallas cop just got off duty, gotten back in his patrol car, cruised the neighborhood, found us, and the driver of the car, who was 16, the passenger was 15. I, in the back seat, had just turned 17, which is very interesting for this story. Um, but he asked the 16-year-old, he said, hey, what are you boys out doing? And it's like, it's October. Baseball's over. We, we didn't play baseball year-round back then. We didn't play softball year-round back then. It was football season. And dumb fuck says, oh, we're just coming home from softball practice. Softball practice at 1130 at night? Uh-huh. Giving improbable cause to look in the car for bats. Which they did. And they arrested us. Now, remember I told you the driver was 16, passenger was 15. Those are juveniles in the state of Texas. 
The age of 17? Uh, that's right. You are considered an adult when you break the law. Well, that meant I got to hang out at Juvenile Hall until their parents got there, and then my ass got taken to Big Boy Jail Lou Starrett Correctional Facility in downtown Dallas. Texas OU weekend is the biggest weekend for Dallas. This is why Dallas always has it. It brings in like hundreds of millions of dollars over the course of the weekend because you got so many people coming in. They're about, they, they estimated about 300,000 people were at, on the fairgrounds Saturday. That's a lot of people spending a lot of money. And the city of Dallas is fucking raking it all in. So they will do anything to keep this game. And what used to happen is you'd go downtown Dallas on Friday night and you'd drive around in a circle and you'd yell obscenities, Big Red gives head, oh, you sucks, fuck you, Oklahoma, all those kind of great things that I got to hear my Uncle Jack say. Because we used to go down there. And then it changed, and it, I mean, it, it changed, and people went down to the West End Market and did all their kind of stuff down there. West End Market doesn't even exist anymore. Now it was it was like this cool array of shops. It was, like, it was a mall, but it was a cool mall in downtown. They had one of those fudge making things where the people are yelling and making fudge. Too many fights happened there, so they they stopped doing it there. But when I got thrown into Lou Starrett, uh, there were about seventy five people in the tank, and the the thing could hold like eighty, so it was pretty crowded. But here's the funny thing, is that I knew four people in there. <laughs> really made me think about the people I choose to hang out with, that I knew four people in there. So people are getting bailed out left and right, left and right, and I finally get called down because it is one of the busiest arrest nights in Dallas. I get called down there like, okay, you're, you're, you're being charged with, I, I thought I was going to be charged with, like, federal crimes and shit, but it's just like, you know, fucking mischief or whatever, my, my bail was $400. I got $400. And the guy goes, well, you can, you can call a bail. And the guy was trying to be helpful with me because he knew I was fucking just 17. And uh, he goes, well, all you got to do is go to the bail bondsman and pay $40 and then promise to be at your court date. And I was like, oh, well, I don't have $40, sir. I'm a senior in high school. <laughs> so I have to call my dad. Now, mind you, I'm calling him at 3 o'clock in the morning. And uh, I wake him up, and, and the first thing he asked me on the phone was, were you drinking? And I said, no. And I wasn't. We, we, this was, I, I went out with these guys because there were no parties. After another brilliant South Garland loss in football, there were no parties that night, so we just decided to go break mailboxes sober. So he goes, okay, I'll be there as soon as I can. So dad went and, you know, he got $400, but he went to the bail bondsman, and they were like $40. He's like, oh, okay. Bails me out. And this whole time I'm sitting in there waiting on him to bail me out. And they tell me, you got like two hours left. You know, your bail's been posted, but you got about two hours of processing. I said, okay. They hand me a sandwich in there. And I'll never forget it. It, it was a it was a bar s bologna sandwich. It was bread. They had a packet of mustard. And I don't even know what kind of mustard that shit was. It just it was like that old Happy Days mustard. 
but I knew it was Bar S. Bologna because it still had the red wrapper on it. And to this day, Bar S. Bologna is probably my bologna of choice because of that story. Um, but I'll never, I ate the sandwich. I was like, oh, God, I had a bologna sandwich in jail. And uh, there there's so many, like, twists and turns of the story. I'm just trying to get through it. But I remember walking out of jail. And I, I was I was building it up that my dad is just going to fucking lay the wood to me, and rightfully so. And he looks at me, he stops me, he puts his hands on my shoulders, and he says, Arnie, we all fuck up. Let's go. And to stop me from crying for him being so cool, I just said, happy birthday. He goes, don't bring that up. It was my dad, the, the opening act of my dad's birthday that year was to bail his son out of jail. He used to bring it up every now and then. Yeah, you ever bail anybody out on your birthday? I have. Uh, so that, that Saturday was one of those days that I had some mixed emotions. And after the game, I just didn't feel good. I got sick. I threw up. And I was like, okay, it's done. P.S. Arnie and Chaz, man, I still haven't made it to the post office, my bad, but y'all know I'm a dick. It's a name, bruh. Anyway, my apologies, or oh, whatever. You take your time. I'll try again today, but if I don't make it, I'll have to go tomorrow for sure. Sorry, stupid dick. You, you, no, no, you don't need to apologize. Mm. Sending cowboys shit to bed last night. Not happy about that. <clears throat> then, hadn't happened in a while. How did you choose to be a Rangers fan over an Astros fan growing up? Because uh, fir- I went to, I was at the Rangers' second game ever. My mom worked at Dr. Pepper, and we got tickets, and I was not even really a year old yet. And I went to that game. They started in 1972. I was born in 71, and I started going to Ranger games when I was a baby. Um, I, I've, I've never liked the city of Houston. And I became a Rangers fan because I live up here. Uh, and I will I will die a Rangers fan. That's the only championship I want. That's it. I mean, I already got national titles, got Super Bowls, got a Stanley Cup, got a world championship in basketball. No World Series, though. Jasmine is like, speak for yourself, Arnie, LOL. Dick, it's Columbus Day. Post offices aren't open. Oh, okay, there you go. They aren't. The, fe- the, the banks aren't even open, but the, the stock is because it is Columbus Day. Fuck you, Indians. Casino, not, not call center. Yeah, so there you go. All right, let's talk about the events of the weekend, shall we? I got a lot to say about this. Oh, boy. Joe Biden, you got some splaining to do, pal. Over the weekend, uh, that wonderful group that we all know as Hamas, terrorist organization that's pretty much based in Palestine, decided that on Yom Kippur, one of the holiest of holidays for the chosen people, if you will, they decided to launch a series of attacks. And these weren't your regular. <laughs> Stackar, I love you, man. Stackar says, someone say call center. Oh, Ogre. Ogre, you're getting ahead of me. Stackar, good morning to you, my friend. 
Ogre, don't get ahead of me. Oh, I've got this laid out very, very simply. But, yes, absolutely. Coincidence? I've already seen a liberal trying to say, oh, that's not true. We'll get to that, I promise. Let, let, let me lay this out for you. So the fine people of Israel are just sitting around, and all of a sudden they're being invaded, not by rocks, but they're being invaded by gun-toting fucking thugs that are kidnapping women, killing women in the streets, killing children in the streets, kidnapping women and children. And then the scariest thing, one of the scariest things I've ever seen, especially with what this weekend was. Um, shout out to everybody that went to Aftershock. I hope y'all had a fantastic time. It looked like an amazing show. Limp Biscuit looked like they killed. I haven't seen any Guns N' Roses videos, but goddamn, I am jealous of you guys that got to see Guns N' Roses. You know what was going on over there in Israel? Near Jerusalem? They were having their own kind of music festival. Now, they play some weird shit over there, but hey, that's a music festival. The kids want to get down. And all of a sudden, I see this video. And it's these festival goers in Israel. And they look up, and they see these paragliders coming in. Now, you would think, you would think that that might be part of the show. You're like, hey, all right, you know, this is fucking added. No, no, what those paragliders were, were members of Hamas who then decided to gun down, where, where, where's the, uh, um, tons of revelers. They're thinking about 260 people were killed at this music event. A father is missing along with his 20-year-old daughter after rushing there to save her. All I could think about was, what if that happened to Aftershock? And if you don't think that it could happen here. Now, look, we, we saw it happen in the, one of the greatest PG-13 movies of all time, the very first PG-13 movie of all time, Red Hawk Down, or Red, Red Dawn. Red Hawk Down. Red Dawn. I still don't know why the Russians and the Cubans invaded Col- <laughs> Colorado first. I think that was a tactical mistake. I, I, I mean, the Russians might be used to it. Them Cubans that were up there in Colorado when the weather got cold were Wolverines. Uh, Lisa says, I have a friend that served in the Israeli army and is still enrolled as a reserve. His town he grew up in was torn apart, and half of his friends he knew from there are either dead or missing. He's on his way back there to fight and help kill these motherfuckers. Uh <laughs> Uh, Korn did a verse of We Are the Champions. Oh, that's cool. Uh, if Hamas kills any hostages, then Gaza is going to turn into the biggest pile of rubble. Israel has so many more weapons, and if they think some alleged apartheid state exists, wait until Israel's done with this. Oh, you, you, you're speaking my language there. Hey, cowboy. Hey, sassy Pammy. You're not just doing this to make your wife jealous. Never. Right? Yep. No, stop that, bud. Um, good morning to you. Little known fact. Little known fact, and I'll never say that anybody has a superior military to the United States of America because they don't. But if you want to talk about somebody who's got quite the advanced Air Force, well, then we got to talk about Israel. Israel's kind of the Air Force that you just don't fuck with. I mean, you just don't fuck with America in general. 
but the Israeli Air Force has been pretty well uh, accommodated. And they've already started. Did you not see that building that got blown to the fucking ground? That got turned to absolute parking lot in the Gaza Strip? Because I'm just going to tell you right now. In the movie uh, Pulp Fiction, when he says, I'm going to get medieval on their asses, he's talking about the Middle Easterners. Okay? They, they, they know how to put a special hurt on somebody. And Israel's going to put a very special hurt on Hamas and anybody attached to them, which is what we'll get into here in just a second. Man, when I saw, I, I got to tell you, when I saw that video, and I've seen it so many times now, it's all over the place, of the festival, that, 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 that one got to me. It got to me a bunch. Republicans are now hammering Joe Biden for releasing $6 billion in frozen Iran funds ahead of Hamas's attack on Israel. Now, if you think, uh, and I've already seen a, a, a lib fucking idiot, I've already seen a lib idiot talk about this. Oh, how it's no taxpayers' dollar. First of all, that $6 billion that we gave them, that was not taxpayer money. That was not taxpayer money. The $6 billion that we allowed Iran to have back was money that we froze from them. So once these idiots on the left decide to start fucking telling the truth, Oh, and, and, and his post was, Fox News has already debunked the taxpayers funded this attack on Israel. Nobody said the taxpayers did, stupid. But isn't it funny how one and one equals two? Because the Wall Street Journal has published, and, and they aren't very, very left. They aren't, they aren't left, they aren't right. They're just the Wall Street Journal. They're boring. They don't even have comics or a sports section. Um, reported Sunday, uh, citing multiple sources from with Hamas, Hezbollah, and even European official with knowledge, all whom say Iran's Islamic Recovery Guard Corps worked with Hamas planning this entire thing. Surprise, surprise, surprise. And I wonder what helped fund them. Hmm. Now, where, oh, where did they get all these guns? Oh, where, oh, where could it be? Well, I'm glad that you asked. A very high-ranking uh, Israeli Defense Forces commander said that U.S. weapons left in Afghanistan by the Biden administration were found in the head hands of Palestinian groups active in the Gaza Strip. Golly! You don't say. You don't say that that wonderful group, the Taliban who probably has a hotline to Hamas, said, hey, brothers, 
Uh, here y'all got some dough. You got the Iranian money. Uh, you want to fuck up some Jews? We got a whole lot of guns for you. You know my biggest fear when it comes to these things, that these guns get used against us um, in, in future wars down the road. Well, now I've been proven correctly, except it wasn't against us. It was against one of our greatest allies. If these aren't impeachable offenses by the president, what exactly did Donald Trump do that was wrong? We have allies of ours that are stacked up high in the streets at a music festival. And the weapons that were used to kill them were supposed to be for U.S. forces, but because Joe Biden is such a moron and pulled our fucking troops out quickly and left all those guns behind, those guns are used to kill our friends. That's how you lose friends. Can't wait this morning till the White House press room with the diversity hire. Oh, I can't wait to see what she has to say about this. I imagine she probably called in sick today. Uh, You forgot Hamas claiming that they got their rockets from Ukraine. I haven't seen that story. Yeah, but apparently an F-35 has nothing on a five-horse binging Stratton. Yeah, no shit. The F-35, they got lost because it was raining. Ding, ding, ding. War with Iran was the plan. Got a son and cut our nervous mom and dad here. We need Trump now. Israel has my permission to dispose of our leadership. Well, let, let's let Israel handle there. But you know what? See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Israel can handle Hamas. Oh, it can, it, it can handle Hamas. It, and it will. And there's not going to be a whole lot of whole lot of hemming and hawing about it. By the way, by the way, where, oh, where is the mighty UN? Oh, where, oh, where could it be? I haven't seen one thing from the UN. And by the way, Israel has been a member since 1959. The UN does all this wonderful stuff for Ukraine, who they still won't let in, because you can't be let in if you're in the middle of a war, but they weren't letting them in before, and they're still doing all this shit for them. Where is the UN in this situation? You know, the, the, the UN, the group that we have to answer to for some reason? You can bet your ass these open borders and terrorists walking in freely will see another attack on our soil. All fighting age men walking in. That's uh, Look, look, look. It's happening. It is happening. There have been reports uh, as far away as Egypt. And I know Egypt ain't that far away from, from Israel and all that kind of stuff, but it's still far. There have been reports that Jews have been outed in Israel and killed in the streets by members of Hamas in, in Egypt. And 150% correct. See, this is, anybody who gets offended, 
And, 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 and I get it if it's your personal story. If it's your personal story uh, uh, about crossing the border and doing what was right, I get it. I understand it. I respect it. This ain't, these aren't the same border crossers. Are there some of them? Yeah. They want to make a better life for themselves here in America. Others want a free handout. And then others want to do harm to our country. But we're not stopping any of them. Um, they're talking. They're telling Israel they need to move towards ceasefire. Fuck the UN. Oh, <laughs> anybody's calling for a ceasefire. Well, that 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 makes me laugh because do you know who else is talking about a ceasefire? This is a ceasefire that's being asked on a country that was attacked. That fucking cunt from Minnesota by the Eon Omar. Where, where, where is it? You know what, Eon Omar? I got something for you, hon. It's a trophy. See, it says cunt of the year. That's you. Eon Omar has called for international protection in the Gaza after Palestinian terrorist group Hamas launched attacks. What? Omar and AOC led condemnation of the attacks and called for a ceasefire. Fuck you both. Oh, oh, AOC. Let, let's go attack your granny's house down in, in Puerto Rico. We'll see that hot Latina blood get fucking boiling in you and see what you have to say. Biatch. Fucking Rashida Tlaib said there should be a ceasefire, blah, blah, blah. Israel's evil. She even has a Palestinian flag that hangs in her office. Can't attack someone and say no tag backs when it, what the actual fuck, right? So real quick, real quick, let, let, let's just let's let's just remember this. That now, if you're minding your own business, okay, maybe you're out on a date, maybe you're celebrating an anniversary, kind of like Israel was doing with Yom Kippur, and somebody walks up to you at dinner and fucking punches you in the face. Somebody who might work in another, like, company that's different than yours and kind of know you but not know you. And they just walk up to you and punch you in the fucking face. Now, this person that punches you in the face is about five foot six, 122 pounds. But they got you good. They stuck you in the face. Your nose is bleeding. Okay? Now, when you stand up and you're six foot two, maybe a little over 300 pounds, and your name is Arnie States, you're going to proceed to beat the living piss out of that person. Because you fucked up my special day and you sucker punched me. So, I'm going to whoop your ass. So, what you're telling me is now I have to cease fire? I was attacked. You don't get to tell me what to do. I'm defending myself. That's all Israel's going to do. Hey, Israel, make Palestine a fucking parking lot. I, I, I ain't got nothing to apologize for. Just take it to the ground. Then, if y'all feel like it, y'all want to start a little fucking shenanigans on your own against Iran, y'all go right ahead because y'all are a lot closer. But fuck you. 
Hamas uh, unilaterally decided to do a ceasefire years ago. If I remember correctly, they are now taking it back and suffering the consequences. They haven't started to suffer yet. They haven't, Chuck, they have not even started to suffer yet. Boo-boo face, yeah. Palestinians are in a shit spot in life because they start wars and lose them. You can't be the aggressor and the victim. Fuck Palestine. Time for Israel to wait until Ramadan and then out of nowhere flatten half the West Bank and Gaza. That would be a way to do it. I don't, th- I don't think Israel's going to wait. I think they're going to flatten it, and then on Ramadan they're going to flatten it even more. Because you don't fuck with the chosen people, man. They're the chosen people. Come on. But you see, there aren't enough of us in the world, ass family. No, 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 no. No, no. Instead, we have to be put in our place by celebrities who are big-time celebrities, um, who used to be big-time celebrities, Guy by, guy by the name of Rob Reiner, who's, who was played meathead on All in the Family. His father, Carl Reiner, directed some of the greatest movies of all time, and he worked hand-in-hand with a Jewish fella by the name of Mel Brooks. Mm-hmm. Remember, the Jews are the Old Testament people. Vengeful eye for an eye. God not turn the other cheek, God. No. They've got the smiting God. They got the fucking... Raining fucking thunder and lightning God. Rob Reiner over the weekend said, and I quote, Democracy can only survive if Trump is convicted and no third-party candidates allowed. Let me say that again without stuttering through it. Democracy can only survive if Trump is convicted and no third-party candidates allowed. That sounds like democracy to me. We're going to convict somebody. We're not going to have trials. We're just going to convict him because if you ask Rob Reiner, his stupid ass. And we're not going to allow any third party. Oh, that, that, that sounds wonderful. Should we just keep him in as dictator then? Wow, they didn't call him Meathead for nothing. Archie was a genius. He was. That was Carl Reiner who worked with Mel. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. I know. I, I said his dad, Carl. Rob is Carl's fuckhead said yes. He has all three. <laughs> Rob Reiner, this has been reported. Uh, yes. He has all three major kinds of retardation. Now, speaking of that. Um, do I have, did I save it in the phone? I hope I saved this in the phone. Uh, let's see. Oh, I did. Oh, wait till you hear this. And, and, and by the way, by the way, oh, this is so grand. I am so proud of this. I'm so proud that I found this and I'm proud of who did it. Uh, cancel that. I don't want to do that ghostwriter. Uh. Dropping deuces. 
President Biden had nothing to say about this on camera today. We did hear some music Talking throughout the Israel. afternoon and the early evening coming from the south side of the White House, the area of the Rose Garden or the portico over there. And we are told that the president and the first lady were hosting a barbecue for executive residence staff. Back to you. President Biden had nothing to That was when the attacks were going on. The president was having a barbecue for White House staff members that day. That was more important than one of our greatest allies ever getting killed and, and, and oh, by the way, uh, kidnapped. Yes, there are a bunch of them that are kidnapped. Oh, did I mention, did, did, did I mention this? Yeah, there's a lot of Americans that are dead over there today, too. Yeah, I, I kind of left that out to the end because I, I, now I really want you to feel it. You see, this is how I do things. I, I, I build them up as, as strong as I can, and then I kick you right in the nuts even harder. There are dead Americans on the streets of Israel this morning, and our president is serving overcooked brisket, most likely, because it was made in Washington, D.C., so it's going to be garbage. To his staff members, probably playing some some square dance music. I'm sure everybody has their flannel shirts buttoned all the way up, and they're doing the cotton-eyed Joe. It sounds like a whole lot of authentorism. Yep, that's a big word. That's a hard word for me to say. Forgive me. Um. And at the funerals of those dead Americans, Joel will arrive and say, my condolences to your relative who dropped dead. Tough stuff there. You know, I recently got rid of that one in the sound effect machine because you lead me into this great. This president that we have had quite the weekend. I mean, mainly for not lifting a fucking finger to help Israel. That's the main thing. But also, um, boy, did he have a bad weekend. This was the first thing that happened. They, they were talking to him, and, and he decided to go off script a little bit. You turn on the television, and there's not a whole lot about boy saves dog as he swims in the lake, you know, to say, you know, it's about, you know, somebody pushed the dog in the lake. I mean, I, I, I get it, huh? but. I didn't, I didn't pause it. This is live. That, that was not drawn out by me. He just stopped talking. I have no idea what that fucking means. Any of that. One more time? Okay. You turn on the television, and there's not a whole lot about boy saves dog as he swims in the lake, you know, to say, you know, it's about, you know, somebody pushed the dog in the lake. I mean, I, I, I get it, but. Right. We should, we, 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 we should, we should put. Donald Trump in prison, and then not allow anybody else to run against that. That wasn't even the best part of the weekend. No, 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 no. That was not even Joe's greatest hits. There were uh, Americans, Germans, and many other European country citizens there. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is not good. Stupid Dick says this plant ogre military industrial complex is creaming their jeans right now. Ukraine didn't work, so let's bunch of go fuckers on uh, fucking paragliders attack while we turn our heads. If if that were Trump, media would say president advocates drowning dogs. Yes. 
Um, but this this was a far bigger thing to listen to. Uh, a journalist asked the president about the wall. And this is what Joe had to say. This is this is so good. I mean, it, it, it's fantastic. And, and I have it in the machine just by itself because I think this is one of Joe's greatest hits. But once again, you'll have to be the judge of that as I watch this terrible Ted Danson putting commercial with a bunch of Asian people that Mage probably knows or maybe doesn't. That one guy looks Mexican. I've seen that guy. He's played Mexican roles before. He's not Asian. When freedom calls, we're here to answer. Not America. About what you did to try to reappropriate those border funds, especially when Democrats control. They're, they're talking about the wall. About, uh, let's start this over. This is a, a journalist asking about how, how the money got redistributed to build the wall. Reappropriate those border funds, especially when Democrats controlled both chambers of Congress. The wall thing? The wall thing. Yeah, they passed. Well, I was told that I had no choice, that, I, you know, Congress passes legislation to build something, whether it's an aircraft carrier, a wall, or provide for a tax cut. I can't say I don't like it. I'm not going to do it. But, but, but actually, you can. It's called a veto. You can veto things, Mr. President, and, and the best part of it is... Only the wall thing? Is that what you're talking about? Yes, sir. Yeah, they passed. Well, I was told that I had no choice, that I, you know... Who told you you had no choice? You're the fucking President of the United States of America. Your choice is everything. If they pass it, you can go veto. Sorry. I'm getting rid of that shit. When everybody holds shit against politicians of what they say on the campaign trail, you, you know, I, I got to say, um, I can't say I'm disappointed. Well, I can't say I'm disappointed because I'm a member of the media. I've always been a member of the media, if you will. As a member of the media, I remember when journalism actually meant something. See, I won't say I'm a journalist because I'm not. And I don't believe there are any journalists out there. Maybe Peter Ducey, maybe. Maybe there's one or two real journalists out there. But they're being held down. Because where's anybody to ask him, uh, uh, do you think that Richard Nixon would have been allowed to get rid of the, use that answer with anything? Well, I was told I couldn't do that. You were told, wait, by who? Who, do you have a boss, Mr. President? Do do you remember that when when journalists were kind of rude and salty? Oh, I sure do. They wouldn't stand for an answer like that. They wouldn't stand for when he goes. Only the wall thing. The wall thing. The wall thing. We fought tooth and nail from 2016 until last week about the wall thing. The wall thing. And you're talking about pushing dogs in lakes. And V. Coop, you're absolutely right. It would have been that fucking. 
It would have been Donald Trump drowns dogs. How can you not want four more years of that? He's the greatest president of our time. Never once have I heard Trump say, I was told I can't. If Trump was in office, none of this shit would be happening. That's a fucking fact. I got to tell you, I did read it. I read something today, and it, boy, it resonated with me. I forgot where I read this. It might have been a post to somebody's on Twitter. If you don't think elections matter, what happened in Israel is a clear sign of what happened with this election. Donald Trump was one of the biggest supporters of Israel. Why? Because he knew their value. See, this is the thing. He knows their real value. All these people that are politicians, they know their political value. The real value has the political value in there plus the other value that comes in there. And this is the other value. This is like when you evaluate people. If you want to take them out and there could be a fucking, you know, a throwdown going on. You ain't going to take your littlest friends with you. If you're going to a party in a neighborhood you don't know about, you want to take somebody that is willing to fucking throw down. By the way, that's Israel. Israel ain't going to play around. That's why we got them as friends. American jur- journalism in America is dead as fuck. It, it, it's gone. It, 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 it's extinct. It's not dead. It's extinct. Because how can anybody, how can, <clears throat> this is something that really does piss me off. How did the, any of these people who go to school named after fucking Walter Cronkite, when they accept awards named after Edward R. Murrow for, for, for journalism, how do any of these people look themselves in the mirror and say, I'm a journalist? Because you're not. You're not looking at every angle of the story. You're looking at your political angle of the story and how many clicks it can get you. Everybody's so worried about getting clicks and getting likes and getting this and that, rather than getting the truth out there to where you can actually maybe do something. But no. We all have to have our political agendas in front of us. Instead of doing what's best for America. We don't do that. We just don't. We have to get our our team's way. Our side's way. Because it's the only way. The other way is just stupid. Well, have you ever taken the time to ever listen to the other way sometimes? Sometimes the other way makes a lot of sense. And you go, you go, wow, you know what? That does make sense. That's something I'd want to get behind. But then you go, I can't get behind it because if I get behind it, then my side will be mad at me. And they'll vote me out. And that's their side, not the people. Because the people are slowly getting brainwashed into this my side versus your side. The people still want what's best for America. They want what's best for them. I keep hearing all these fucking job reports about this, and this is what the media will do to you. Everybody wants to say, oh, Bidenomics is fantastic. Bidenomics is dog shit. Let's just be real. Bidenomics sucks balls. 
Well, well, we have so many jobs. There's been so, this is the lowest unemployment, okay? So why does everything cost more? Why is gas $6 in California? Why is ketchup $9 a bottle? Ketchup. You, you, want, you want to tell me that? Oh, and because people feel bad for the piggies that we're going to ingest and then eventually turn into shit? We feel bad for the piggies because they don't have enough room in their pens. So we have to build them bigger pens, which costs more money, which means the bacon and all your pork products go up. Why? Because somebody feels bad about it, man. Somebody feels bad about it, man. Because the majority of our media is infested with the Charlie India Alpha, with the China. I mean, I, you know, ask family, come on, let's all sit down. Let's all sit down. We're going to sit down, casino style, in a tribute to Christopher Columbus. Fuck you, Indians. I laugh every time I say that now. Um, by the way, Chris Payne, I couldn't believe that he took part in Reno's Italian Fest, which is a celebration of Columbus Day. I mean, that was politically incorrect of him. Because I will not call it the other thing. And I saw it come up on my calendar as the other thing as well as Columbus Day. No, it ain't their day. It's Christopher Columbus Day. But we all sitting down. reason why unemployment is so low is everybody has two jobs to pay for anything in Biden's economy. Exactly. Um, y'all don't have to feel bad for the pigs. Look, look here. Did this, when did, when, did this start with the millennials and stuff? All this guilt that we carry around? In his Bills jersey, no least. Yeah, they lost too. Yeah, I picked Jacksonville. I picked the London or London, London Jacksonville. Uh, this Monday is so much worse after four days of music festival. Probably should have took today off. Well, good for you, Douglas. Douglas, how was Guns and Roses? Would you be behind the other day if it was called Casino Indians Day? No, no, it's Columbus Day, man. It's Columbus Day. See, once again, this guilt that, that people carry around with them. It's not a badge of honor. You carry around guilt when you've done something horrible. You've done something wrong. A pig living in a pen that's a little too close to another pig, that's not you doing anything wrong. That's you enjoying bacon. All this guilt. Oh, I feel we got to take those statues down because I feel guilty that our ancestors did that. Why? Why do you feel guilty? Is it because you're told to feel guilty? 
then you should fucking send me fat person reparations. You should feel guilty of every fat joke you've ever made or laughed at. You motherfuckers. Why? Because it led to my suicide attempt. There you go. I'll lie. I'll lie and get your guilt. Hope everyone's enjoying their socialism. I hate to be a dick, but I fucking told you so. They call me a racist, homophobe, transphobe. They tried to ruin my life for attending a rally. They're attacking me right now. I'm talking about trolls on Twitter. I'm making major banks. 800 credit score. Knocked me down to 75%. No reason. No warning. Why, you ask? Because I run a patriotic company. This is war. MAGA. Uh, good morning, ass family. Went uh, to Aftershock. Guns N' Roses last night for my birthday. It was fucking awesome. Axel did not miss a, stu- uh, a, a step. The show was fantastic. Uh, let's see. Scott, you say, are you doing, what, what am I doing? Gun Roses was late and just meh. Oh, wow. When it was Columbus Day, I had the day off as a holiday. Now I'm at work. I didn't have high expectations, so I wasn't disappointed. Okay. All right. All right. Probably not a Guns N' Roses fan. That's fine. Nazareth. Oh, jalapeno. Uh, good morning, Arnie. Limp Biscuit was fucking awesome at Aftershock. I saw I saw some of the highlights with Fred dressed like a cowboy. Looked awesome. Looked awesome. Boy, I was jealous of y'all motherfuckers. Y'all should all feel guilty that I didn't get to go and send me money. Casino Indian Day where you got that one free pull on the penny slot machine, a free feather for your hat. I love the cowboy getup. Yeah, I, and look, man. They, they still put on a good show. Do casinos, uh, do casinos close today? Hell no. Hell no, they don't. They're casinos. This guilt y'all carry around with y'all. Stop. You know what you do if you have guilt? You make amends. You, you do the wonderful ninth step in, in a program that I'm in. You make amends. I truly was a dick in high school. I was. And uh, I'm still looking for one person to apologize to. I'm 52 years old. And uh, there was a fella in my class who I haven't found. His name's Kevin Baker. I used to wear old Bake out. I mean, Bake was like, I was a kitten and he was my ball of yarn. I know I didn't make his life very very much fun in high school, but I, I was in high school. Now, I don't carry around guilt on that because I was in high school, and I'm willing to make amends. I'm willing to go up to him and say, I apologize to you. If that's not good enough, then whatever. But it, but it, I, I am truly sorry. I did that to a fellow by the name of Jim Bishop, who's another guy. He was, he was a little bit fatter than me. I wasn't the fattest kid in school. Bish was, and boy, did we fucking torment Bish. And I reached out to him about 10 years ago, and I said, Bish, I'm so sorry. I was an asshole to you in high school. And he goes, it was high school. I totally understand. It's big of you to, to do this, but no need. We've been friends for a long time. And I was like, Jimmy, you're, you're a good man, Bish. You're a good man. And that guilt is gone. That guilt's gone. You make amends for your guilt. If you need to go up and apologize to a pig, then apologize to a fucking pig. But they don't know any better. They're pigs. They're smarter than dogs. Well, I've got a 200-fucking-pound dog sitting on my couch right now who ain't very smart. 
dogs will eat shit. So once you start saying, well, pigs are smarter than dogs, well, whoop-de-doo. Whoop-de-fucking-doo. Fuck, hey, y'all, I went to see Guns N' Roses twice back in the day. Both times, Axel threw a tantrum and walked off stage. I forgive him and want to see him so bad. Oh, we know you were, Arnie. Can tell by looking at you, LOL. Oh, I look, look. I was an asshole in school. But I, fuck, I loved it. I had so much fun. I don't care. Once again, I made amends. And it's up to those people. I, I've come to you with my hat in my hand. If you don't want to forgive me, if you want to live for it, with it forever, you go right ahead. But I've gotten it off my soul. And if you're carrying around guilt over the fact that they slaughter animals so we can eat them, y'all, y'all, need, y'all need an activity. Y'all need, y'all need something to do. I mean, seriously. Have you looked into crocheting? Because carrying around guilt sucks. But dogs don't taste good. Pigs do. Mage? Mage, can we, can we get an, an, an affirmation on that? I'm, I'm sorry, Mage, you're there right now. <laughs> Do dogs not taste as good as pig? I don't know. I've never eaten dog. I would never eat street tacos in Mexico because you never ever saw any stray dogs run around. Uh-uh. So uh-uh, I ain't doing that shit. Because pigs are pretty fucking tasty. I got I, I to gotta say, pigs are pretty fucking tasty. Y'all need Jesus, LOL. Look, man, y'all, y'all just need to, to understand that carrying around guilt is, is not fun. And it's horrible. One b- big piece of guilt, and I'll tell you guys this story. I carried around for 36 years, thir- 30 years. Mr. J says, pigs are the most tasty animal. I don't know. Cows are pretty fucking good. I mean, uh, I mean, when it comes down to it, a cow versus a pig, I'm probably going to, here's the thing. Because, see, if you don't kick a pig long enough, bad shit could happen to you. A little thing called trichinosis. That's gross. You don't cook steak long enough, it just fucking raw tasting. That's all, but it's still good. But pigs are pretty tasty. Nope, pig tastes better than dog, and nope, we don't eat dogs in Japan. That's Korea. Okay, thank you. Konnichiwa. I did not say that to you, but konnichiwa there. See, I knew, see, I knew it. You'd know that. Slides off limits to ching chongs. Never for you, my friend. Never, ever for you. I want to be ninja. We all do. I want to jump, 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 jump to Chinatown. I want to be ninja. There you go. There you go. Perfect. I don't know why I get, oh, uh, so uh, it's one piece of guilt that I carried around for a long, long time. I don't like, this is not one of my favorite stories. I know I've told it a couple times. When I was five years old, we lived in the Amarada Apartments in Dallas. Those are the same apartments my grandmother lived in. We did not live with my grandmother. We lived uh, a few units over from her. And it was literally 80 steps to a VFW to where my dad could drink. This is at the height of his alcoholism, 1976. Uh, 
My birth mom, Joanne, had just died five years before the love of his life. He was remarried to my, my stepmom, my mom, Jeannie. And at that time, when I had a sister, her name was Patty. And I had another sister named Mary Jo, but she lived in St. Louis. She, uh, as soon as my mother died, Mary Jo moved out. Didn't want to help with the baby and 10-year-olds. So then fast forward five years, she got married, and, and she, she married a great guy in Tom, who I absolutely love, but they did kind of turn their backs on us. But Dad gave him permission to. Um, when I was five years old, Jeannie and Patty didn't get along at all. And I under, looking back on it now as an adult, I, I, I can understand, you know, you lose your mom after 10 years, this other woman comes in and then tries to be your mom. I can understand how that's fucking rough. And things were not handled. And when you have an alcoholic father who's drinking himself to a stupor each and every day to forget about the pain of the Korean War and then losing the love of his life. Patty decided she was going to move out. And I looked at, Patty was my hero as a little kid. And I love my sister. About the first time I think I've ever said that on this show. Um, and the night before we put her on the plane to move in with Mary Jo, because she and Jeannie just couldn't get along anymore. You know, you, you remember parts of your, your youth growing up, especially the parts that hurt. And I never, ever watched Star Trek after this night. Even to this day, I've never seen a Star Trek movie. I've never watched an episode. I, am not, I cannot talk any kind of Klingon. And I imagine that would have been a show I would have found really, really cool. And I don't put it down. But I'll never forget, we had gotten our little black and white TV to work. And it was on, like, channel, like, fucking 39 or whatever. And there were repeats of Star Trek. And we used to watch them every fucking night. An episode of Star Trek was on. My sister was packing, and of course, being a five-year-old, I'm going to be bothering her while she's packing. And I think that she had enough of me at that point. And as a 10-year-old, she looked at me, and she says, I wouldn't be leaving if it weren't for you. I'm a five-year-old. I didn't know what that meant. I said, why? She said, well, you killed mom. My birth mom did die five months after I was born. And when you're told that at age five, and you look into it, my mom was like 42 at the time, so she was old pregnant. Back then, 42 was old pregnant. And she told me that, and I, of course I went running out of the room crying, but I never ever said anything. Never ever said anything, because, well... That was the first time I real felt guilt. And I held that guilt. I held that guilt for 35 years, or 30 years. And it was the, uh, the day I got home from the nut house. It was after my suicide attempt. My dad decided that he was going to stay with me for two weeks because he wanted to keep an eye on me. 
And I remember asking my dad. And I asked him, I said, I'm going to ask you the hardest question I've ever asked. And uh, I asked him, and he broke down crying. He said, no. I had nothing to do with your birth. And he he, he talked to me, he goes, you have to forgive your sister for this. She was 10. And at that moment, my dad and I talked, and I forgave her. And that guilt fucking, it it went away. Now, every once in a while, it'll still pop up, because every once in a while, I'll think about it. That's what guilt will do to you. It will fucking ruin you and your relationships and your lives. And I think my dad did say something to her about it because I never brought it up. After dad and I talked about it, I let it go. I just use it for this story now to help people try to get rid of the guilt that they shouldn't have because it's not guilt that you need. Guilt does, If you do something bad and you got guilt for it, I get it. Make amends. Do better. She's never made amends. I don't hold that against her because, once again, she was 10. If she was 17 or 18, then it would be a little different. I never asked my older sister, Mary Jo, what she felt and if she felt that same way because I don't care because they did enough bad things to me in my life. And, see, this is the thing. I let that guilt rule me to let them fucking walk all over me. I have no relationship with any of my family because of me. Because I allowed that to happen. That's what guilt does to you. And I'm sorry this has been a a guilt program this morning. But until we all get rid of this... We're all going to be walking around apologizing for shit we don't have to apologize for. Whether it's reparations. I don't owe anybody anything. I didn't have a slave. None of my ancestors had slaves. Slavery is horrible. Everybody has been enslaved. Every fucking nationality has been enslaved. Cry me a fucking river. Next. What's your sob story? You see, everybody's got a story. It's like an asshole except somebody we're going to talk about later, which is fantastic. But I got to tell you, when I finally let all that guilt go, it was, it, it, it was a moment. And, and I got to tell you, I got to be honest with you, it didn't happen when me and my dad talked. That guilt left after I was robbed. And I called my sister, and I just wanted to, and, and her and I were in a good place at that time. And she pretty much told me to go get fucked thinking I was going to ask her for inheritance money or something, which I wasn't. I was just telling her I needed I needed somebody to rely on. And she wasn't there for it. And I said, well, fuck you then. I'm done with you forever. I haven't looked back. Don't care. I have a fucking sinister plan. When she buried my father and didn't invite me, I have a sinister plan to go visit his gravesite and call her from when I'm outside the and go, hey, do will they know how to get there here? Oh, okay, great. Oh yeah, I'm in town. Why didn't I tell you? Well, because you're fucking dead to me. That's why. Bye, bitch. Click. 
Looking forward to that. See, because I got to get my pound of flesh now. Because I'm not good. I'm not a good person. <laughs> I'm going to get my pound of flesh. All right, last story of this break. This break has gone on way too long. Um, by the way, by the way, in another yet... Surprise, surprise, surprise. Police discovered nearly a pound of crystal methamphetamine at a room in a Staten Island hotel that has now been converted into emergency housing for immigrants. Golly! So what you're telling me is the immigrants are using crystal meth? What? On the taxpayer dime? What? No. An asylum seeker had resided in the room where the meth was located, but no one there was at the time of the discovery. Of course not. Police are investigating how the drugs ended up at the hotel. Well, they brought them, and they're looking to distribute them. It, 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 am I stuttering here? Wait a second. They're bringing drugs with them? My God. Surprise, surprise, surprise. What the actual fuck? Yeah, we, we don't need a wall. We, we, we don't need to do anything more there. Now we just welcome them here. We hand them money, and we let them do drugs right there. Fucking awesome. Man, I'm so proud of this country. We are so great. Look at us. Hunter Biden was visiting. Hunter Biden tried to fucking take $20,000 from his daughter's college fund because he was broke from all the drugs he bought. By the way, the IRS is actually looking into this now. He took it out of his daughter's college fund and spent it on hookers and drugs after bankers warned him he just had 44 cents in his bank account. But this family, we shouldn't investigate them. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. I'm sure it's a spelling area. They were doing crystal math. That must be it. All right. In honor of the Texas Longhorns deciding not to play defense on the last play of the game, here you go, Arise. Here is your little tribute to Oklahoma. American girls and American guys will always stand up and salute. We'll always recognize when we see old glory flying. There's a lot of men dead. So we can sleep in peace at night when we lay down our heads. My daddy served in the army. We lost his right eye, but he flew a flag out in our yard. Till the day that he died, he wanted my mother, my brother, my sister and me to grow up and live happy in the land of the free. Now this nation that I love is falling under attack. A mighty sucker punch came flying in from somewhere in the back. Soon as we could see clearly through our big black eye, man, we lit up your world like the 4th of July. Start ringing her bell And it'll feel like the whole wide 
Captain Morgan, oh, we never leave dry land. 
necessarily in listeners and downloads. I just mean he could stand Make and hit the treadmill okay. every once in a while. Jesus, man, you ever hear of a salad? No? All right. The Arnie State Show. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ. There you go. Uh, Rise. he says people came in. What song did I miss uh, prior to Garth? Uh, I, I played Toby Keith, who's from Moore, Oklahoma. Last song was from a gal, Reba, who's from Chalky, Oklahoma. And then from Shitstain, Oklahoma, I played Garth Brooks. There you go. For the incredible Sooners win this weekend at the State Fair of Texas. Oh, that was painful. That was painful. That was almost as painful watching that last drive. Almost. Uh, welcome back to the big show here on a Monday. If you missed the first hour, well, 55 minutes? My God. Good Lord. What the hell? Don't worry. It'll all be up at ArnieRadio.com as soon as the show's over. Yukon, Oklahoma is not shit state. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, that's my favorite bumper. Good morning, ass. Well, good morning to you, my friend, Triple T. Hold on. Um, I don't know how to put we this. We do. Uh, yeah. But... Kind of a big deal. Yeah, you really are. People know me. Yeah, good morning to you, Triple T. I, I appreciate you being here. Um, I appreciate the musical interlude. Well, as for you and Mr. Arised, uh, as I still owe him a dollar, even though I think I won it back the next year because we did double or nothing, but I still promised him I'd give him one. I think I have a $2 bill somewhere around. I know Derek sent me one. I just got to remember where, he, where I put it. Um, you remember last week? Now, now this is going to be some vintage Arnie here coming up. Because I got a lot of shit that we got to talk about here. We, 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 and, and, and I got a lot of questions. So, you remember last week? Remember last week? When the uh, emergency uh, national alert went out over cell phones? Stupid Dick told us about a guy in Illinois who was waiting outside of the school to shoot any zombies that came out. Everybody thought it was bad, t- terrible idea. Look, we were driving home from lunch. Just had a lovely chicken fried steak lunch. Driving home, phones are going off. Dumb, right? Well, you know who it really affected? Prisoners. <laughs> the Bureau of Prisons has said that cell phones in prison has been a huge problem lately. <laughs> and prisons all over America are reporting the fact that they cleared out a bunch of cell phones on that day. (laughs) You're sitting there, you're raping your celly, and all of a sudden, beep, goes off. Boy, them guards are going to be in there fucking beating you with nightsticks while you're still inside your, your roommate, confiscating your cell phone. Fantastic. Now, see, now, now I can appreciate the emergency thing. That is fantastic shit. Because you know no prisoners knew about that. Now, another group of people that got busted. This one's even funnier. Amish men carrying forbidden cell phones outed by national emergency alert. So you got good old Jebediah who's over there in the middle of a barn build. 
His three-and-a-half-foot beard is hanging down, and all of a sudden, his phone just goes off. Beep! And you know they ain't watching the news to know this is happening. Eli Yoder, who's an ex-Amish, took to TikTok earlier this week to reveal how the alert, which had all American smartphones buzzing, uh, outed his pals who were carrying secret phones in their hand-sewn pockets. The Amish are forbidden from using most of all modern technology, anything buzzing and beeping inside the home. And these people will be shunned by the Amish church until the elder allows them back in. Bravo. Bravo. Oh, fucking Amish. Uh, The look of surprise on their face when the phones vibrated in their buttholes. No kidding. Ralphie says, God bless America and the cell phone emergency alerts and the idiots who leave the volume up. Kale says, raping your roommate and the guard comes in for your cavity check. Jebediah uses it to call the hooker he frequents in Philly. Well, I got to tell you what, man. When he takes his horse and buggy on the fucking interstate, though, Philly, it slows the fuck down. Or, or does she drive out there? Did, did, does the hooker drive out there and, like, meet him in, you know, a makeshift barn? Like, kind of a Holiday Inn barn? That's one group of people that I will... Uh, there are two groups of people I will make fun on of on this show relentlessly. And it's mainly because they're not listening. And that's the Amish and deaf people. Oh, I will fuck with deaf people. My, 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 my favorite moment ever on a stand-up stage happened at the Silver Legacy when I noticed. And, and it's funny because the producer came up to me beforehand and said, Hey, there's a sign language lady. I was like... There's a deaf person at my show? Okay, cool. So I remember I I, I, I welcomed her, said thank her for doing her thing, and I said, I got something for you to tell your deaf people. And she's like, gets their attention. And I guess there are a couple of them there. And then I just moved my mouth like I was saying something, but I didn't say anything, and she just stood there speechless. Like her hands weren't moving. Everybody laughed. I thought it was funny. But, yes, the deaf and the Amish, they can't listen, so fuck them. The Amish are all a bunch of pig fuckers anyway. There you go. I said it. You remember that show that was on for a while that that showed, like, the Amish mafia? It was on, like, Discovery or the Learning Channel. Fake as shit. They're out there having their barn parties where they're getting kegs of beer delivered and all this kind of stuff. I wish that was real. Why can't deaf people ever be tried in court? <laughs> no hearing. Wait, hold on a second. I got to take a picture of that one. That one's going to be tomorrow's joke. That's good stuff right there. So, yeah, idiots are fucking busted. Don't be stupid. Morons. <sighs> now... Next thing, what's going on in law enforcement? 
Is it that they're just taking anybody now? No, I, I'm, I'm asking this because these next two stories, they are confusing the shit out of me, okay? Especially the, the second one. But this first one is, what, 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 what's happening? Are we not taking the best candidates anymore? Are we just saying, oh, okay, you just decided to apply. We'll hire you. See, we got to do a little bit better in the hiring process to weed out morons like this. Um, fella got pulled over in Minneapolis last week, um, and the officer, female officer, went up to his car, license and registration, please, alerted him to whatever he was doing wrong, speeding, running a stop sign, whatever. And this guy for the longest time, was trying to figure out how he knew this police officer. And then it hit him. He said, hey, don't you have an OnlyFans page where you not only get naked, but you have full-on sex with what I guess is your husband? Then he says, you can't give me a ticket or arrest me. I've seen your pussy. Now, I don't know if she arrested him after that. That's where the story ended, but I found that to be the funny part of the ending was that you can't arrest me. I've seen your pussy. Um, I've known some cops in my lifetime, and they've been pretty reputable people. That I can I can look at and go, okay, I can see why they're a cop. I would think that those people all would know better than to start an OnlyFans page. Stinkfist says that is a valid reason, though. Well, I, 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 we, we can debate that. We can, we, we can talk about that. But let, let's talk about this first part, that you're an officer of the law, and now you have an OnlyFans page. You, you see, you're, you're probably going to end up getting in some trouble with that. And we all know, we all know that you want to bring your handcuffs and your nightstick into it. Possibly a gun insertion. I don't, I don't know what your kink is. I mean, porn today is just fucking crazy. It, it, it's almost borderline disgusting. And this is me saying that. What was the cop's name asking for a friend? She's not all that good. She's not all that great. I feel like police have a morality clause in their contract. Or at least they kind of should. I mean, hey, I'm not going to be flashing my beaver around. Kind of undermines the whole authority. What an idiot. She probably would have let him off with a movie filmed. <laughs> oh, shit. But see, this is the thing I don't understand. Are they not vetting these people? Are they not? Do they not do the psychological profile of these people anymore? Is this like getting a job at a fast food restaurant where you sit down, you wear your nice shirt? We can all remember when we, we got a job interview as kids. I mean, today kids probably just show up with their emo shit on. But we would wear our Sunday clothes. We would wear a nice pair of slacks, button-up shirt to a job interview. Yes, sir. No, ma'am. 
We were clean. Trash Panda says, just like I said, everyone has two jobs. Oh, shit. Uh, one of the questions, do, uh, do, do you ever see yourself filming pornography? Well, I can't see myself, but I wouldn't be avoid. I, I I wouldn't be opposed to it if I could make some extra money on the side. All right, not hired. Steph says, from firsthand experience, they do not do any mental health checks. Gosh, you would know. Uh, is she better looking with the, than the Memphis cop? Oh, a little bit better looking than that. That was the pain. The gal that was running the train. She gives new meaning to internal affairs. Well, that's not even the worst cop. No, no, no. That's not the worst cop that we got to talk about. This next one's not going to be as funny, but it's still fucking twisted, and you go, what the shit? Biden's younger brother, Frank, admits naked selfies on guys with iPhones' gay dating site is genuine. Jesus, his family is just fucking treacherous. Oh, gosh. Where did this happen? Burns, Kansas. When you defund the police, they will refine from the knees. Yes. This is about Joel Justice Womachol. The police chief of Burns, Kansas. Kansas. Now you think Kansas, you think middle of nowhere. Yeah. Maybe they don't do a psychological breakdown there. Well, Chief Womachill, who's 38 years old, has now been charged with 24 counts of sexual exploitation of a child and 10 counts of aggravated internet trading of child pornography. Oh, but wait, there's more. This isn't any kind of child pornography. No. He is trading incest videos on Twitter. I, 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 I. Can we just put him in a wood chipper now? Court documents pres- describe Pedo Bear as a pedophile cartoon utilized by some individuals engaged in pedophile community and say it can be used by the community to identify identifiers who have sexual interest in children. The engaged cop's deleted secret profile read, 38 white male looking for that special girl that was raised right and wants to continue the tradition. If you love the little things in life, message me on wire, same name. Please, oh please, put him in general population. Please, please. Do not put him in protective custody. I don't care that he's a cop. I don't care that at all that he's a cop. He was trading incest videos, meaning 
he had done incest videos, meaning he had sex with one of his own children. The account had more than 1,000 followers before it was deleted. Investigators found 15 images posted on the secret account. They also discovered the photos of the man had been captured inside accused residence in El Dorado, Kansas. Officials found 851 thumbnail images linked to a hard drive on his laptop. One would show who does not have children of his own was engaged to another police officer who told investigators that he was running a secret account from their house in Kansas. Another police officer knew? Mm. Wood chipper is too fast. Feet first, ogre. Yeah, oh yeah, we would definitely have to go feet first. I, I, you know what? Let's cover this motherfucker in honey and throw him on an ant, uh, a fire ant hill. Let let the fire ants eat his ass to death. Let him cook outside. Force feed oysters and aphrodisiacs to <laughs> make him fuck her to death. <laughs> That's even too good. Can, can I just say, come on, man. Come on. What, what in the actual fuck? This is fucking terrible. This is like one of the worst stories I've ever seen in my entire life. Ugh. All right, we got to clean ourselves now after that. And boy, do we have some we we have some doozies here to clean ourselves with. First things first, no Powerball winner this week. Powerball is going to be worth one point five five billion dollars. Now, before it was not hit, I saw the payouts and what they'd end up being. So after tax, if you took the one lump sum payment. If you won Powerball and you got the one lump sum payment after everything's been taken out, you will end up with about $600 million. Now, that's not bad. Now, if you go the 30-year route, they do all the tax stuff for you. Every year, you're going to get a check for $24 million. See, see, now that I'm old or older, I'd probably do the lump sum so I could just spend it in a year and, and die happily. Boy, my T-shirt game is going to be, I mean, my T-shirt game is already better than everybody else's T-shirt game. If I got $600 million that I got to spend, 4T5 printing, you, you, yeah. I look, I, I'm just gonna buy everything. Look, look, let's do it. Let's go. I want to make at least a thousand teeth. That way, I can just wear a T-shirt once and then boom, it's gone. 
All I need is like $2 million, and even at 38, I can retire on that. With all that money, you can afford to, to back Hamas' attack on Israel. No shit. Just ask Iran. Lump sum, you get all the money so it can be inherited. Annual payments go away upon death. As far as I, it, well, I, I'm not sure. Six hundred million could buy a two-bedroom apartment in San Francisco with, with that kind of scratch. Oh, if I had that kind of crazy money, I, I would probably go to Abu Dhabi then. If I had that kind of money, because I want to walk a leopard with a a, a diamond encrusted uh, necklace or or uh, collar. I want to walk a leopard down the street. I want to drive Mercedes that is covered in diamonds. I want to ski at an indoor mall. I don't want to do any of that shit. I ain't going over there. Fuck that shit. I ain't giving them my money. I'll probably buy a minor league baseball team. Oh, I'd buy the Reno Aces. I would buy the Reno Aces so I could fire Chris Payne. That would be the fucking, that would be, that would be the greatest. I'd buy the Reno Aces and move them. And go, hey, give the fire department their land back. <laughs> There you go. And by the way, I'll sell you the land for a whole lot more than a dollar now. I just want my castle and go, go the fuck away. A moat and the rest can go to animals. Fuck all you humans. Oh, I'm buying a big acreage. And there will be a moat in front of my house. I'm going to have alligators in that moat. We're going to dig it real deep to where they can't crawl up. Mm-mm. You're going to have longhorns all over the fucking grounds. Fangless rattlesnakes, of course. I'd buy the single A San Jose Giants and then change the name. Buy the Aces, rename them to Indians, and kick them off the land. Oh, well, that'd be great. I want a team of dwarves to carry me on a sedan chair with one shirtless dwarf with leather bandoliers and a drum to keep their pace. Oh, that'd be so fantastic. Mm-mm-mm. Now, I saw this story. This story made me a proud Southerner. I, I, w- I was so proud of this. And I probably shouldn't be, but I, but I am. Let's see. Uh, oh, there you go, right there. I'd buy the Trash Pandas baseball team and make myself a bench coach. I'd buy the Raiders and move them to Stockton where they belong. <laughs> now, I want you to think about this. Now, I'm not a big museum guy, big, big history. I like history, but I don't need to go see it. But I want you to think about it. We have got some amazing museums in this country. We've got the Met in, 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 in I believe, yeah, the Met, the Metropolitan in New York City. New York City! Thank you. The Smithsonian. Um, the Art Institute of Chicago. I mean, there's plenty of great museums in America. But when asked... In a new survey analyzing guest reviews 
America's most popular museum. Ladies and gentlemen, that's right, baby. It belongs to the king. It's never Voted the best American museum. Ladies and gentlemen, Graceland. Be hey, Lou, fuck you. That's what I thought. When you fuck with the king, you get the horns, baby. Those museums that I mentioned before, the Met, the the Art Institute of Chicago, the Smithsonian, never been to them. You know what museum I have been to? I've been to the Texas Ranger Museum, the law enforcement people, which is highly recommended in Waco, Texas. And I've also been to Graceland. Oh, Graceland was magic. And Tommy was there with me. I I never want to go back to Graceland unless Tommy's with me. It was too good of an experience. I'd love to see Spiteful Arnie with Fuck You Money. I'd imagine you'd buy every business and employed CP just so you can fire him. Oh, I, I know that I would look in. If, if I had that, if I took that one lump sum of $642 million or whatever, there's a certain state. There's going to be a big announcement, I guess, tomorrow in the radio world. Oh, I'd find that station. First station I'm buying is that one. <laughs> oh, right after the contract signing, I'd buy that station. I've been to the Holocaust Museum in D.C. and L.A. It's amazing how they keep alive the truth and honor. No, no, the horror. The, 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 the horror, Mr. President. No, not, not, not the honor. I mean, I mean. Keep alive the truth and honor of the Holocaust. Horror of the Holocaust. Horror, horror, yeah, that's it. You know what place doesn't have horror? Graceland. You know where millions of Jews weren't slain? Graceland. Hell, I've been to the Country Music Hall of Fame and Museum. And you know what was better? Graceland. Now, I've never been to the American Banjo Museum in Oklahoma. That is a real thing. Shocking. Your eyes? Your eyes, you got some explaining to do. Y'all have the largest display of American banjos in Oklahoma? Ah, Wisconsin has a National Mustard Museum. Kansas has the Barbed Wire Museum. Not to be outdone, of course, in Austin, Minnesota, they have the Spam Museum. I would be a new sponsor of the Arnie State Show and just pay you to play the ninja song. 
I appreciate that. That's what I would do every every show. Oh, I disagree. Graceland's seen plenty of whores. Not whores. Whores. I just think that's funny. You know, all these artsy, fartsy people. All these... The, these ne'er-do-wells that, that, that are, 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 are pompous, arrogant. Oh, is that a work of... <laughs> you know, because all these fucking artists have names you can't pronounce. Oh, my gosh. I was just looking at the Philip Jossie Oh, I, I could see the pain in his paintings. You know what I saw, Grayson? I saw Elvis's outfits. Bam. That's art. The Banjo Museum comes with suicide booths for your convenience. <laughs> Ninja Song brought to you by Asian asshole named Mage. Is there a pickle, pickle Barrel Museum in Michigan? Oh, there is. There is a Pickle Barrel Museum in Michigan. That doesn't surprise me. Su- well, you know what, Stackar? I'm surprised that you're not there right now. I believe there's a broadcasting museum in Nevada that I'm a part of, but (laughs) I digress. You know, you get in a little Hall of Fame, they put you in a little museum. It's just one of those things. I mean, it's nowhere near as cool as the Banjo Museum. Well, you know what? Here you go. What would be the dumbest museum out there? Because I think banjo's kind of close. We got mustard. We got barbed wire. What? 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 I mean, we, we know about the toy museum or the toy hall of fame, which they suck. I haven't seen. You know what? I haven't done a list. I haven't seen a list yet for the toy hall of fame this year. Toy hall of fame. The National Toy Hall of Fame. Oh, we do have a 2023 finalist. Oh, this is breaking news. This is breaking news, people. Here we go. All finalists. Let's see. What do we got here? I was not expecting this. This is bonus. You goddamn motherfuckers. You goddamn motherfuckers. They don't listen to me. I've called them. The first thing on the Toy Hall of Fame finalist are baseball cards. Now, now as a, as a lad, I collected my baseball cards. Um, I got to say, uh, baseball cards, and n- no. No, 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 no. Not really a toy. Okay, okay, I, I mean, it's the same museum that put the wooden stick in there. Next thing up, we got Battleship. You sank my Battleship. Yeah, I got to tell you, Battleship, not a toy. It's a game. No, uh uh-uh, uh-uh. The next one for sure ain't because it's a game that people bet on, and that's Bingo. No, Bingo is not a toy. The Bop It. Bop It debuted in 1996. It's too early then. Uh, an electronic game processed with free play and physical elements in an innovative way. What is this like Simon Says? 
Well, that, that, that that's just gay. No, that's not going in. I'm not voting that one in. Now, this one, I, I'll put this one in. This was a toy, the Cabbage Patch Kids. How are the Cabbage Patch Kids not in? Bunch of little kids that you'd adopt, people play with. People went crazy for this. They were, they were tearing down grocery stores. I saw an abacus museum in Natong, China. I'm Asian, but not so Asian that I went into a shithole-looking museum. It says, by default, Bop It wins so far. <sighs> well, the Cabbage Patch Kids got it. Next one up is Choose Your Own Adventure Game Books. No. No. Uh-uh. For, for Cabbage Patch Kids? Yeah, I'll get that. I want to attend the Adult Toy Hall of Fame. Next one up is another game. It ain't a toy. Connect Four. Look. Look, y'all want to have a game Hall of Fame? Connect Four, be in there. A few more here. Uh, These are awful. Uh, The Little Tykes Cozy Coop. The little red thing that has the yellow hood over on top. Let me tell you, those things are a pain in the ass to put together. Especially the Jurassic Park one. Believe me, I know. You want to put this in the Toy Hall of Fame? Okay, I'll let that one in there. Now, we should go over the entire... I, I have it. I'll, we, we'll go over it because we got one, two, three, four more. And then the one I'm pissed off at. Uh, Nerf toys. Nerf toys have evolved uh, into a line of blasters that shoot darts. Footballs, all kinds of stuff. Nerf toys. You, you know what? I, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let Nerf in. That cozy coop is winning. There's been a resurgence of its popularity. Okay. So Nerf toys and crazy coop and uh, cabbage fat so far. Slime. That sl- playing with slime. Slime is now a toy. Slime. D- I don't know. The next two definitely are going in. I mean, one one's hands down. I can't believe it's not in there. Uh, the first one is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The action figures. Total toys. Total toys. And the other one, Ken. There is no just Ken. No, it's Ken Dog, but we're talking about Ken, the 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 doll. There is no just Ken. No, it, there is. It's it's you, Ken. You're you're Barbie's like gay best friend or whatever, because you you're smooth down there. I can't believe he's not in the Hall of Fame. And by the way, he's only getting in this year because of that damn movie. All right, back to the Toy Hall of Fame. Let let's see. I, I want to see what's in there. View all inducted toys. Here we go. Y'all ready? The top. Dumb. Light bright. These were all in these these were put in last year. The top, the spinning top. Light bright, which me and my dad played with. Kind of a toy. Uh, and then Masters of the Universe. Oh, my. 2021. 
Three toys. Sand. Fucking stupid list. Sand is in the Toy Hall of Fame. The board game Risk is in the Toy Hall of Fame. And American Girl Dolls. That was 2021. What was 2022? I already did those. Okay. So we'll take those out. 2020. Baby Nancy. What the hell is Baby Nancy? Oh, that's a black baby. Of course, that's going in. Jenga. The penis should be in there. Isn't the stick in there, too? We'll get to it. The sidewalk chalk. Oh, good. Vandalism. That's wonderful. Vandalism is being encouraged by the Toy Hall of Fame. Lovely. 2019. The game Magic the Gathering. Boy, you're a gay. Coloring book. That's a book. That's not a toy. And matchbox cars. Um, I'm going to give you, here, here you go. I'll give you their website. You can look and see if there's a place because there's one on there that I, I, I cannot believe is not on there. It pisses me off every single fucking year because it was the greatest toy of my childhood. And by the way, I have one still to this day. Next up, 2018, Pinball, The Magic 8-Ball, and Uno. Once again, not toys, games. Magic 8-Ball is not a toy. It's a, it's, a, it's, it's a soothsayer. Ooh. What year is this? 2017. Clue, a paper airplane. Wiffle ball. Oh, more. I'm looking to Hot Wheels went in in 2011, Star Wars action figures 2012, chess in 2013. Chess is not a fucking toy. Scrabble is not a toy. Jigsaw puzzle, not a toy. Hula hoop. G.I. Joe in 2004, Crayola crayons. Those are, once again, vandalism tools. Checkers, the yo-yo, the frisbee, easy bake oven, the cardboard box. Raggedy Ann and Andy, jump rope, Tonka trucks. There's Barbie in 1998. Mr. Potato Head, Candyland, Etch-A-Sketch, Lego. I ain't got a problem with Lego. Skateboard, Slinky, and there it is, the year 2008, that a stick was inducted into the Toy Hall of Fame. The one thing that I cannot find on here... And it is the greatest toy ever invented. Oh, wait, hold on a second. Sand is already on that list. Is dirt? Hold on a second. Let's see something because they've got a brown paper bag. No, 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 dirt is not on here. Thank God. Ladies and gentlemen, the one toy. Let's see if I do. I have an ad for this. Let's go to YouTube. Oh, there's a toy commercial for it. By the way, this is the greatest toy ever, ever in the history of toys. 
This is Evil Knievel and the Evil Knievel shock-absorbing stunt cycle. You can make him do wheelies, backstands, even mid-air somersaults. And for that big jump, here's Evil, up and over that four-foot ditch. Evil Knievel sold separately or with the Evil Knievel stunt cycle from Ideal. That right there, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that's a toy. The Evil Knievel stunt cycle not being in the Toy Hall of Fame is the biggest crime against humanity next to the fact that I did not see Stretch Armstrong in there. We all, as little boys growing up at that time, at one point in our life, got a Stretch Armstrong and cut one of his arms off to see what the goo was inside. And if you want to put a game on there, Maid says, how about the Nerf football that whistles? Dumb. How Spain says, first crayons and sidewalk chalk. Next is spray paint, right? What about boobies? Not on there. Trying to think, oh, come on. Oh, I, I just had one. Oh, God damn it. Stunt cycle, stretch Armstrong. I mean, I'm surprised nunchucks aren't on there. We all played with those as a kid. Chinese throwing stars. I thought the Roots playset was great, especially the Your Name is Toby edition. Stretch Armstrong was awesome. I also remember punching it. It was it was hard as rock. When you first got it, you couldn't pull him apart. You had to soften that motherfucker up. The way, if you're gonna put games in there, the game that 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 I would put in there, and I don't know if y'all ever played this, but my dad and I had epic battles with this. Did y'all ever have the electric football game? Where you had the players on the board, and you would fucking you 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 you'd put the little foam ball in somebody's hand, and you lose a foam ball after the first game, so you end up having a paper ball or whatever, and you call your play or whatever, and you turn that electric board on, and you and those little things are moving. Oh, the electric football game was fantastic. Precinct Choir Boys is the greatest toy ever. I would have to say my favorite toy of all time had to be Evil Knievel. Yeah. Either, e- either Evil Knievel or, or when I got G.I. Joe action figures and made them wrestle. And I had awesome wrestling matches with them. I'd even put red shoe polish on their head when they got blood. I was a very strange kid. Still kind of strange to this day. Now, I, I don't know how they, they base these stories with science. I, I, I don't. I don't get it. Because, honestly, if it were this easy, then we wouldn't have a problem with obesity in America. I know it's not a toy, but I gave uh, my kid that part of my old trapper keeper that we'd play baseball with a penny. Yeah. God, we had cool stuff when we went to school. I ain't got cool shit anymore. 
had trapper keepers. Well, the rich kid had trapper keepers. All right. My penis was my first toy and my favorite, and I still play with it even after a night at Applebee's. Wow. Even after a, a, a rough night at Applebee's. All right. Forget cutting down on calories and hitting the gym. We have a new way that will shed weight, allegedly. According to social psychologist Professor Richard Wiseman, who believes mindful eating could be the answer to a healthier lifestyle. Let me just tell you, this is absolute positive bullshit. According to this social psychologist, okay, he's not even an MD, okay? He ain't dealing with the body. He's dealing with the mind. Saying, forget the gym, forget counting calories. All you got to do, this is all you have to do to lose weight. I got to make sure I have the right sound effect ready, and I do. He says... Eat with your non-dominant hand. The psychologist says Bezerra hacks like eating using a different hand and putting a mirror in your kitchen can trick the brain into eating less. So it's that easy. So if you're right-handed, instead of using your right hand to eat, use your left hand to eat because this is what will happen. You see, if you go to the fridge or the freezer and you get out a half gallon of ice cream and you eat the entire thing with your left hand, guess what? It doesn't fucking work. Literally eating string cheese with my non-dominant hand right now, and I promise I'm going to finish it. (laughs) I got one even better, and it's guaranteed to lose weight. Just imagine the food like in the movie Hook. I don't remember that. An authentic Ethiopian diet is significantly proven to... Oh, God, yeah. If you do the Ethiopian diet, where that's where you eat nothing... Did you hear about the score of the Ethiopian soccer game with Saudi Arabia? Saudi Arabia eight. Ethiopia didn't. If the non-dominant hang hand works, then why doesn't jerking off with it feel better? I I I, I don't know. Because this is poppycock. That's why. This is all that bullshit. I see this guy holding a donut with his left hand, or his right hand. He must be left-handed with two burgers, fries, chips, and fucking cookies. You eat all that with your non-dominant hand, guess what? You're still going to get fat. Know how I know this doesn't work? I hold the bumper in the dominant hand and still eat all the fries with the bin dominant hand. The burger. Oh, the burger. You, you, 
Okay, I hold the burger in the dominant hand and eat the fries with the non-dominant hand, yeah. I eat Ethiopians all the time. No nutrition whatsoever. Adam J., good morning, my friend. I'm eating dry ramen from a bag right now. I love all these. these. See, th- this, is why, this is why I love America. It's because some, uh, and, and I'm going to put it on a woman here, and I'm sorry I put it on a woman because, you know, there are plenty of idiot guys who see this story. But you know how some of these gals go out and they have their little lunch dates, their little real housewives lunch dates. And every one of them goes out and they all order a salad. Why? Because they're eating in front of one another. Not because they like salad, because they don't want fucking Betty Lou to gossip. Okay? We've all seen this. Ladies, let me just tell you this right now. You get invited to one of these fucking, you know, cackling hen day out lunches. Get yourself a big old lamb shank or something like that. Enjoy the lunch, especially if you're Betty Lou and Marianne is paying. Get yourself a nice big old fat ham hock. Don't waste your time with your your salad, but you won't. I already know you. And there's going to be one of you at the table that's going to start eating left-handed, and somebody's going to say something, and you're going to start this conversation. Oh, I read this wonderful article from a social psychologist that said you can lose weight by using your non-dominant hand. Do, do, do you know what that's going to do? She's going to tre- try to force her damn fat kids now at home to try to eat with their non-dominant hand. And I'm just going to tell you right now, they ain't going to lose a fucking pound. That is stupid. This is why I want to go up to all these fucking people, these social psychologists, and kick them right in the temple. That's right, I said it. I'm going to kick them in the temple. Maybe I'll knock some sense in that brain. Stop lying to people. You want to lose weight? Don't eat shit food. Exercise. Run. Do all the shit that Arnie States does not do. Hey, look at me right now. I'm picking up my Dr. Pepper with my left hand. Mm. I'm losing weight. Idiots. Keto vegan? No, fuck that. I'm on the non-dominant hand diet. Oh, I can't wait to see that on TV. When I see that shit on TV, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. I just eat everything with my left hand now. Y'all sound, you know what you sound like? You sound like one of them weirdos that can't have food touch. And if you're one of them weirdos that can't have food touch on the plate, and I'm offended by calling you a weirdo right now, let me tell you why you're a weirdo. You see, when I had a niece, her name was Gina. That's not how you pronounce G-I-N-A? Gina? That's exactly how you pronounce her name. She could not have the food touch on her plate. Like, made a big deal about it. Actually ordered food at a restaurant one time saying, can you please make sure the food don't touch? I remember I looked at her and I said, why? She says, well, that's just gross. That's just gross. I said, where do you think it's all going? It's going to the same place. It's going to touch in your stomach. She didn't like that. I was like, look here. Good thing you ain't never seen me eat no Mexican food. So I'll tell you this right now. This is why if, if I get me a chimichanga, first of all, I'm in a good mood because I got me a chimichanga. Taco meat chimichanga, that's how you order it. Don't order ground beef. Order taco meat chimichanga. 
and you get beans and rice on the side and it's covered in queso, well, get me a side of guacamole. Get me a side of sour cream. I cut that whole thing up and I mix it all together. And that is just a Mexican fiesta. My friend who was a pastor told me two reasons uh, why when he met his wife that she was the one. She was eating barbecue and had sauce all over her face and didn't care. Number two, after dinner, she asked where the bathroom was because she had to drop a deuce, and that was their first date. That's fucking fantastic. Is she the Texas Gina or the Vagina? Uh, she would be the Mojina. She is Mojina. Now, Tom called her Queena. I remember when... I, when <laughs> My my brother Tom and I, my brother-in-law, but he was my brother. We were driving around one time, and 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 he and I could talk, and he would tell me all the things that he didn't like about my sisters, and I'd be like, "Yeah, okay, I don't," because he knew I wasn't going to say anything because he knew I didn't like him either. And he goes, "Oh, let me tell you about Queena," and I just started laughing. I said, "What did you call her?" He said, "I called her Queena." I said, "Okay." Well, I call her Gina. He about swerved off the road. He goes, you can't call her that. And I go, fuck, I can't. You call her Queena. Uh, give her a casserole for her birthday. I'm guessing she's so retarded she wouldn't bat an eye. Probably not. I I, I don't get that. I, like, like, honestly, and, and I know there's a lot of people out there that are probably motherfucking me right now saying, oh, I can't do it. Fuck you, Arnie. Hey, man, that's your quirk. That's your weird. That's your kink. I'm not about kink shaming unless it involves, you know, police officers and incest sex. Then I'll go ahead and kink shame. But if your thing is your, your food can't touch on the plate, hey, I'm just letting you know I think it's weird. Okay? Because it's all going to turn into dookie anyway. Mojina is from the hood, friend of La Quifa. She would be from the hood. She's from St. Louis. She's from the Lou, yo. Eating with non-dominant hand could make you lose weight. Fuck. And there are so many people that are going to believe that shit. All right. Three more stories to go. I don't know what to think of these stories, y'all. Y'all, I need help with this because I I think I saw this. I I, I think, but I... I haven't seen Christopher on here this morning. I don't know if Christopher's here, if he's busy. But 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 I have a story here in, in where the hell where in the fuck is that damn music? There it is. I don't know if I saw this on Law and Order. Or or if I saw it on another show, but this story is about Palau Flores from Colombia. who claims that she has had uh, sex with a ghost every night for the last 20 years and says, but I dumped him when I saw he had fangs in the face of a gargoyle. I mean... (laughs) What am I supposed to do with that? Just how am I supposed to unfold this? Hello, Flores from Colombia said her relationship with the spirit started when she was young 
and that the frisky ghoul visited her every night while she slept. Steph says, me too, girl, and it hums. She dumped him because he ghosted her. She claimed that he always initiated and that she ended up falling in love with the charismatic sphere, enjoying a 20-year-long passionate fling with him. One day I was lying down and I felt a hand move from my feet to my chest. It was strange. I was scared. From that moment on, he started coming to me like a spirit to have sex with me. Hey, are, are you just fucking batshit crazy? Is that what it is? Is that what it is? Are, are you just fucking, are you just psychopath? Now, now, far be it for me to say that all women are psychopaths, because I'm not going to. Okay. She knew he wasn't a good guy. She saw right through him. He probably left echo plastic uh, residue on her face. You've been, you've been gooed or slimed or whatever it was fucking called in the movie. But see, this brings me to a video I saw this week. And I got to say that, ass family, I am on the lookout for this gal. No, not because I believe her. I, I think that this woman has been kidnapped and is being held against her will. Because every man out there, you listen to this, and you just tell, I, I, you know what? I want y'all to tell me what sound effect to play after this. My husband is my boss. My husband is number one. If my husband tells me to do something, I obey. I will do it. Even if I'm tired and he wants to eat, I'll get up and make him something to eat. If he says, don't go out with your friends today, I'm not going to go out with my friends today. In fact, if he feels like one of my friends is a bad influence, I'll stop being friends with that person. I'm sorry. I, I can't wait for y'all. Oh, shit. Note to self, divorce wife and marry this woman. Uh, I'm here to tell you real quick that this woman... My husband is my boss. My husband is number one. She doesn't exist. Okay, that's a trick. That right there is a trick. She was... V-Coop, actually, the video, she is wearing a burqa. She does have a burqa on. This is an AI woman. Arise is laughing because she knows that this... My husband is my boss. My husband is number one. If my husband tells me to do something, I obey. Really? Oh, you obey? Okay. It's all a trick. Don't ever, don't ever fall for it. This is... Guys, guys. This is just for the, uh, the men of the ass show. We got to sit around the wigwam here. Casino style. Ladies, 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 there's a sale going on at Lululemon, I think, if you want to check that out real quick. Just just, just pay attention to that. Okay. Guys, I try to tell you this each and every year. This woman here, this woman here is the leader. My husband is my boss. My husband is number one. Okay, that woman right there is the leader of the women who say, first of all, that nothing is wrong. That also say... Oh, you don't have to get me anything for Valentine's Day this year. Okay. The, the, these are all lies. These are all lies. And I'm not saying this is every woman. 
just saying that there are women out there that use this kind of trickery and, 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 and deception and maneuvers. Okay? Why? So they can own you. That's why. Just telling you that right now. When you hear... My husband is my boss. That right there alone. Said no woman ever who wasn't being fucking abused. Andrew Tate just went from six to midnight. Oh, Andrew Tate's trying to marry that girl. Their wedding anniversary is 9-11. Trash Panda says put a ring on her quickly. Uh-uh, because she don't exist. Just telling you. No. And, 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 and do you want to know why? I'm going to tell you why this woman doesn't exist. This woman doesn't exist because... Ladies can do stuff now, and you're going to have to learn how to deal with it. Right? I mean, the, the whole idea of... That's as dumb as letting women vote. I mean, tell, come on. Now, even though this is 100% scientifically proven... You're just a woman with a small brain, with a brain a third the size of us. It's science. I mean, that's true. All I got to do is look up science, and you'll see that. It's a trap. Swoosh, thank you, Admiral Akbar. Yeah, oh, it is a trap. Oh, that's a trap that you, you don't want to get snarled in that one. I would rather a bear trap go off on my ankle than hear that. It, it, let, let me just tell you real quick. On the full-on record, if Braddy Kid ever said, "My husband is my boss," I would know something is horribly awry. Uh, like there's a level of respect that women should give to their man to keep his manhood strong and intact, but it ain't obeying him. LOL. No, and 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 see, this is a mutual respect that we have for one another. That mutual respect of when you when you eek. Because you saw a spider, let the man kill the spider because that's what men want to do. We want to hunt. We want to kill. Don't fucking, don't neuter him and go, dang, take him outside. Right next to Fauci and COVID science. Absolutely. Absolutely. Don't fall for it, guys. If you get a gal that says, My husband is my boss. My husband is number one. If my husband tells me to do something, I obey. I will do it. Even if I'm tired and he wants to eat, I'll get up and make him something to eat. Really? Really? Even if you're tired? If he says, don't go out with your friends today, I'm not going to go out with my friends today. Oh, yeah. Good, good, good luck trying that. In fact, if he feels like one of my friends is a bad influence, I'll stop being friends with that person. Mm-hmm. By the way, the reason why he's saying that, that she's a bad influence, is because he wants to sleep with her. Hey, hey, guys, I got to tell the truth about us, too. Come on now. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. Yikes. Yeah, don't believe that. That right there. Uh, you know what I think that is? I, and, and honestly, the video I've seen, I've seen a couple videos of this gal. And she got the whole headdress on, and so I think I think this is how they they lure you into terrorism. I, that's what I think. I'm just gonna tell you that right now. They're using the old honeypot trick. Oh yeah, this gal will obey you forever. Oh yeah, what do I have to do for that? 
Well, you got to kill some insurgents. Uh, I have a question for the ladies. Would you prefer a man that lady's husband or uh, uh, that's all soy and lacking any kind of manliness like today's youth leftists? That's a good question. Oh, okay. All right. Second to last story here. Here you go. Sad story out of Idaho, I guess, if if you're a big fan of bears. Um, fella was out there uh, out this weekend. I guess it's elk hunting season. I, I, that's a big deal up, up there in the northwest. Get to go out and, and hunt elk. So this fella's out there, and he, he's got and, – and you need a pretty high-powered gun to hunt elk. So this guy's up in Idaho, and he shot and killed a grizzly bear in self-defense. Now, uh, I'm soaked in soy and lacking red blood consumption. Come on and swoop me up, guys. (laughs) Uh, Cowboys grow agree, but I never thought about it, and I couldn't bring myself to choose either. Um... The man was making his way through heavy timber near Henry's Lake State Park when a large female grizzly appeared from the brush. How do we know she identified as female? That is disgusting of you, story writer. After the hunter yelled to his partner, the grizzly charged directly at him. You think... You don't give up your location? I mean, granted, the bear can already smell you. You're pretty much dead. But when you go, hey, Charlie, there's a grizzly bear 100 feet in front of me. What should I do? Charlie's gone. If that was, hey, Arnie, there's a grizzly. As soon as I hear the word grizzly, I'm out. Well, grizzly heard him and said, now, now it, direct, it charged directly at him, fearing for his life. Well, is this not a break-in? Of course you're fearing for your life. If a grizzly bear is charging, that's not walking. That's not running. That's charging. He frantically fired several shots with a sidearm, killing the bear before it could reach him. Damn. That dude can shoot. Boy, you know that guy is the range champ. He killed a bear with a handgun? The hunter, who was not publicly identified, but should have a statue built for him, immediately called the Citizens Against Poaching hotline, and officers with the uh, Idaho Department of Fish and Game responded. It was determined that the hunter acted in self-defense during a surprise encounter with the bear from a very close distance. So he ain't going to be charged. Now, now I got to tell you, this guy did the right thing. He called the right people. He got people involved. I'm just going to tell you right now, never going hunting again. 
Mm-mm. At least not in those pants, because those pants have been ruined. As soon as I see a bear and it's, quote, charging at me, I have defecated on myself. I've given up my location to every animal in the forest. Fearing for his life equals shitting his pants. Uh, she was a female grizzly because she growled at him to wipe his feet and buy her some Lindemann's chocolate. Grizzlies are absolutely terrifying. I don't go into the woods without my 44. Shit's wild out here these days. That's why I carried a backup 357 with hollow points when hunting, just in case Yogi jumped out of the bushes. Can't shoot short range with a scope rifle. No, no, you can't. Mm-mm. Fuck you. Archery hunters near Island Park Reservoir, about 20 miles away, shot and killed a male grizzly on September 5th after he charged them. Well, they killed him with a bow and arrow? Holy shit. Dude, that was Hawkeye. We found the real-life Hawkeye. I'm just going to tell you this right now. If y'all ever see me out in the wild, now, unlike Cowboys Girl, who went hiking this weekend and did not see one single bear because none of these stories affect her, and until they do, and I get to play my sound effect when she's, you know, savagely ripped apart, but still makes it through. She's just going to have, you know, prosthetics everywhere. That's fine. She survived it. I can't wait to play I Told You So, but I can't do it now. He wasn't charged, of course not. He shot the bear. Yeah. Well, a lot of people be like, yeah, he killed a bear. He's a terrible human being. No, he saved his own damn life. Now, this next person, they could probably have an okay experience if they, if they were ever in the woods and a bear attacked them. This is the story of Vicki Thompson who is from West Sussex, Sussex, sorry, Sussex. I guess that's in Great Britain. By the way, a little side note here. I watched the uh, David Beckham documentary on Netflix. Got a lot. I, I got to say, David Beckham, as much as shit I give him as his for his strawberry banana smoothie, oh, hello, I would like to order a strawberry banana smoothie, please. Remember, he was the voice of Burger King for a while. I got to tell you, that guy went through a lot of shit. That guy went through a whole lot of shit at the hands of different managers and coaches. And he brought some on his own. A lot of respect for that guy. Not for cheating on his wife, though, which they didn't really address. But I got to say something about old Posh Spice. If you watch this documentary on Netflix, boy, that bitch wears some high-waisted jeans. God damn, it's like she's wearing uncle pants. You know how you have that one uncle that shows up at the reunion or the barbecue? And that some bitch has got pants that are buckled under right right underneath his titties. Because he's an uncle and he's old and he got titties. But Posh Spice wears some high she wears some mom ass jeans. All right, now back to this other lady from Sussex. She was over the moon when she gave birth to her son, Charlie, back in August of 2022. 
But just 10 hours later, the 36-year-old was unable to wake up Charlie. There had been no signs before the birth that anything might be wrong with Charlie. And Vicky was in good health. Now, a closer examination by doctors at Worthington Hospital revealed a defect that happens in about one out of every 500,000 babies. Um, Charlie was born without an anus. That's right. Charlie was built with a front door but no back door. Now, now Charlie has been forced to undergo six life-changing surgeries. Now, I got a question here. Um, his mother says, I was absolutely petrified. I thought he was dying. Doctor says, we don't think he has an opening. I was so scared. After medics confirmed that he had an in, in, imperforate anus, meaning it's narrow or non-existent, they took care of it, uh, where medics created a stoma. Stoma is an opening in the abdomen where it can duct either digestive or urinary system. Pouch can be placed over stoma tools. She spent three days in the NCU. Uh, it was only after seven days that she was able to take him home. So now he poops through his stomach. Oh, that's gross. He got a bag. Look, look, look here. Hey, hey. I know that all y'all people that have kids. Y'all say, oh, I'm so happy that he was born or she was born with ten fingers and ten toes. Uh, don't y'all motherfucker check for an asshole? Like, is that the, the like is that the one thing you don't check for? Like, I mean, it, it sounds like the people at fucking Alamo rental car check out their rental returns a lot closer than doctors in Sussex. Boy, you get one scratch on a rental car at Alamo, and they will have you charge $6,000. But a baby born with no asshole gets put in a mother's arms and 10 hours later ain't breathing. I got to say, that's a problem. Oh, blimey, he does not have a butthole. Nobody's taking him to Applebee's, uh-uh. Is expected he will spend the rest of his life without a stoma or with a stoma. That sucks. He's got to poop through the front now. I mean, I guess it's good. He's going to save a lot of money on toilet paper. Yeah, I know. I'm going to hell for that one. Can't be gay. That's the one I'm going to hell for. Look, Charlie, it is physically impossible for you to be gay. No, I, no. All my kids shit inside the sack or in the first nurse who held them. Right? I mean, oh. Now now I'm thinking that there's going to be like stoma porn. I don't want stoma porn. No, I'm not looking up. Y- y'all want to look up stoma porn, y'all look up stoma. I ain't looking that up, man. I looked up elderly porn. I looked up trans porn. I looked up retarded porn. I ain't looking up stoma porn. Dying that gay joke. Yeah, I mean, well, it's physically impossible. He can't be gay. Boy, he can. He can, but he has to be the pitcher. 
He should engage in the Philly sidecar. No. No, then yuck. Yuckarama. That is going to do it for us today, ass family. Thank you so much for being here on this Monday. See, I got through it, even though my Cowboys got the shit beat out of them, the Longhorns lost. We still made it through the show today. And we will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. Sassy Pammy says, doctor seriously has to tell people with stomas not to use as a sex hole. Yuck. Did Dr. Hitter well? Do you want the good news or the bad news first? The good news is he can't be gay. I don't think that would be the good news. Feces! 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 All right, that's going to do it for us. Ass family, y'all have a fantastic Monday. And until tomorrow, adios, everybody. Summer tan, pretty little perfect mess With a story that could only be anybody's guess And I was thinking that I probably didn't stand a chance But I rolled up my sleeves, walked up and I said Yeah, no, I don't know you, but I kind of like a shot She said, I saw you coming over, I already thought it over and okay I said it's better than nothing I ain't in no hurry But I'm ready when you are She said, where do you think All this is going? I said, there ain't no way of knowing I guess I hadn't thought it through that far But I got a car So we let the wheels turn And the windows down we let ourselves go all the way through town She never said stop and I never asked her why We drove into the night when out of nowhere She said I'd give anything to never go back there And I kinda wish this day would never end She said I could use a change but I don't even know where I said it's better than nothing I ain't in no hurry but I'm ready when you are She said, where do you think all this is going? I said, there ain't no way of knowing I really hadn't thought it through that far And I can't promise you the moon and stars we got lost in the miles, lost track of the days Till we finally found a stopping place When the doctor said, you know what's on the way 
And we found ourselves in a little white house One Sunday morning rain pouring down She said, I think it's time But all the lines are out And her eyes teared up And she said, what are we gonna do I said, well, I got a car She said, there's something You think it'll start I said, it's already running Got your things in the back And I'm ready when you are She said, are you sure it'll get us where we're going? I said, if there's one thing I know, girl It's gotten us this far is outside waiting to arrest him.